the times that I've been asking people about like how to do this, yeah, and just like and they're like, okay, we'll just make sure that it is copyright free music, and then I like tell some stories from Arnth, and, <laughs> and uh, then they their their faces go pale. and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is Ian Boothby. And my name is David Dedrick. I had no idea this was happening today. I know. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were doing a mean prank, and then I thought, like, Dave's not a mean prankster. Yeah, I just and wrote and said, are you ready to record today? And then excited. I'm glad you did. Woo! I'm really glad you did. Because I had looked at my calendar, and it was, uh, I think what happened was it screwed it up. It was like, it's one of these calendars where if they got, like, an extra couple of days, they, they double up. And they got that slash situation. Okay, yeah. So I yeah, think it, I think somehow yeah. that screwed me up. Mm. Uh, and anyway, I, it's also the sunshine and <laughs> uh, issues and problems and stress. <laughs> and, uh, and and I thought there's no way Dave, who is coming back, like I I think like today. That's what I thought from Europe. Yeah, is gonna like go to a day of work and then he's gonna go. I'm gonna podcast afterwards. Yeah, that's insanity. I would never do that. You'd never do that. I would never do that. I mean, we landed at midnight last night. So you came in today. And I came in to work today. Yeah. After we got home at one in the morning. You shook off your accent. <laughs> got home at one in the morning. And I drove myself home too. So Okay. I was very eager to drive my car when I got home. So. All right. So uh, Mary had come down to pick us up at the airport. And when I told her that we were landing at 11, I think we were landing, supposed to land at 11.15. And her response was, ack. <laughs> right. So, because my daughter is also Kathy. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So then... How's Irving doing? <laughs> Irving's great. Are they still married? He is still... You know what? He forgot to water the fern again. Okay, yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> it's a thing. Feels like Kathy would it have like, like ferns. Fern yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. And she's got that dog. Yeah. Does he? Does she? Well, she had a dog. Okay. And I don't think it's one of those situations where uh, Kathy lives in real time. Mm. You know, so uh, she's not the same age as yeah. uh, Kathy Geiswife. So, uh, yeah, I think the dog's probably still alive. Is Kathy still a thing? Is, uh, she's still doing the strip yes and no okay uh the strip ended uh quite a while ago but during the pandemic she did uh some strips on instagram which was kathy during the pandemic oh that's fun and uh yeah and i'm not sure if it continued after that there was also a really good podcast about kathy mm. that someone did and kind of broke down okay. you know, all the stuff about her yeah. i think that made a little bit of a resurgence of okay. uh, kathyism anyway fun. you know what maybe we didn't give her enough respect and maybe fun. we gave her too much respect i don't know <laughs> Either way, Johnny Carson liked her. Do you know why? Uh, he enjoys a good laugh. Oh, that's he's good. a Midwest boy. I don't know why. Why did he like? <laughs> She's him? really good looking. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. All cartoonists are good looking. Um, did you know that? I never I check it out. National Cartoonist Society. Go down there. It's a smoke show. <laughs> Holy cow! You ever uh, met Jeffy from Family Circus? <laughs> I have not actually. Hachi Machi. When he's talking about uh, daddy, because yeah. he does, that's how he refers to his parents, as mommy and daddy. Yeah. He is a grown man, yes. but he does refer to them as mommy and daddy, and you think like, mm, I'd like to be daddy. <laughs> Why would you? Anyway. I'd like someone to draw a little dotted line leading to my house. Mm. So, um... Hey, who's who's attracted to, to Jeffy? Not me. I'm lying, of course. Okay, go ahead. He's a very nice fellow. Yeah, and hot, apparently. Right. How about the guy who does Luann? That guy's uh, pretty good looking. I've never seen him. What? I mean, I guess I've seen pictures of him. Oh, okay, yeah. You're right, he is. Yeah. A handsome fellow. Yeah, he's a Canadian eight. 
Is a Canadian eight? What is, sure. What is a what is it a Canadian eight compared to an American? Well, it's all eight? metric. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. So when, when he, so he's about he's about eight hundred grams of good. But if it's all metric, then that would make all Canadians tens. I think you've just gotten my point. <laughs> so so Mary came to the airport. Okay. In sure. my car. In yeah, my where car, did this all start? <laughs> in my car because she wanted to um, drive it. That's the essential thing. She said it's really fun to drive. So. Oh, nice. All right. So, yeah, she came and picked us up. We drove home, got some gas, went home. And this morning, I got some really bad news. Oh, I want to share that. Okay. Uh, one of our chickens died. Was oh. killed by a raccoon while we were gone. Oh, I'm so sorry. So Which one? Uh, I believe that it was Tupac. Uh, that was Tupac's that was, that was uh, killed. So it was unfortunate. We uh, one of wasn't happen, didn't happen when the girls were there, but we had another friend who was looking after the pets while we were gone, and just for two days. And I guess she didn't realize that she should lock the chickens away. Oh damn! And so they were, you know, and when summer comes, they don't like to go in their house; they like to sit outside on the stairs, and that's where where they're most vulnerable. And so, yeah, it was unfortunate. And so then, because we didn't want uh, Puff Mummy to be like by herself we uh called a friend who has chickens and so she's joined her her uh chicken family so it'd be better for her because this would have been too lonely for her just by herself she's used to having a friend there and so you can leave the coop in the backyard for a while no and it's going to turn down so yeah we're not gonna get another chicken just because we've had rats have been kind of it didn't come right away but the last year or so, we've just had a real bad rat problem. Okay. Have you thought of maybe getting rats and seeing if that will get you chickens? <laughs> well, we have rats now, so we'll have to see what happens. Okay. I just, it's just like our neighbors tell us we have rats. Okay. So it was just me who knew we had rats. I'd be okay with it to a degree. I still don't like rats, but, but our neighbors are going like, the rats are chewing through the fence. And I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm going to get rid of them. I have. Okay. Uh, our neighbors have rats as well. Like, Coming through the fence and stuff like that? Uh, well, I don't know why they wouldn't. It's like, you yeah, know, yeah. it's the kind of fence you could just walk through. Yeah. You know, they don't have to, and there's no effort to it. Uh, but I always see the rats uh, coming and going from their uh, yard to across the street. That's okay. like right next to. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, often when I'm like walking uh, somewhere, you know, a rat will run in front of me from their yard. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just figure, you know. There's a, there, I live near some woods yeah, as well. Yeah, like, yeah. There's going to be... I live the restaurants. Yeah. You know, this I mean, is... This, I just, what can you do? I would prefer that they stay in the in the woods. That's where they should be. But, um, yeah. Because we had the chicken feed and the chickens, you know, are messy. They they discovered that. And so they started to hang around a lot. And it was re- it's really hard to get rid of them. So, uh, yeah. So now we don't have any chickens. Which okay. makes me very sad because I really did like having... Despite the rat element of it i did really mm-hmm. like having the chickens there and although we had resolved to not get more chickens once those chickens were gone you are res- okay you were resolved yeah okay we were just because we feel like it's a real imposition on the neighbors for us to they're noisy for one thing so okay. that makes us feel guilty when they're like five in the morning they're like making a bunch of no- making a racket and co- you know cockadoodle doing because it's not as rooster as a cockadoodle do oh, i didn't know that yeah ch- chickens like the the chickens do it as well so they would make a bunch of noise especially because they you know if we were in the summertime when the sun's up, they would don't want to be in the coop or in the the run or whatever they want to Is be. Is there any chance that the neighbors around. hired the rats <laughs> to? I don't know. Discredit just like, the chickens, just just to hang out so that they could like yeah. uh, 
you know, uh, get you to make the chickens go away. Well, possibly. I don't think they mind. I don't think they really minded the chickens that much. It's more on us. Yeah. Our feelings of, like, you know, our, our anxiety. What about, will the neighbors think? Yes. What will the neighbors think of our chickens? And so, you know, so we, you know, we, we've been just kind of like not. And with the rats, we weren't quite enjoying it as much. But we were just resolved, like, we didn't want to get rid of the chickens. We just were, our, our plan was for when they, you know, passed away, then we would, then we would just take everything down and, yeah. and plow it all under. Okay, well. Salt the earth. Kind of a sad chick talk, but I'm yeah, sad. I'm glad, yeah. uh, I'm glad uh, they had the life with you guys that uh, did, and they brought you the joy that they did, and it was, you know. Last time I was over, it was those chickens, right? It wasn't yep. your other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I thought, they were nice. They were really good. They were fun. They were fun chickens. They'd come up to say hi. Mm-hmm. They'd like to come up on the deck and, and check out, you know, if they knew we were home, they'd come up to see us. So that was deck talk as well as chick talk. <laughs> it was also That deck was a talk. crossover. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, kind of bad news. Kind of a bummer. Because, you know, you come home from a trick trip and you're like, oh, so. And like, I guess I missed the conversation. Like Lisa had told me that this friend had written, like had messaged her and said uh, something, you know, something did, was something went wrong or just something, you know, something looked after, looked after the chickens, but didn't, uh, something happened or whatever. And so I was like, oh, but she didn't elaborate at the time. And then maybe she didn't, didn't want to spoil the trip for me or whatever. And then, okay. and then she, I guess she and Mary talked about it when I wasn't there. And so I missed the, I missed the conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. So that this morning I was, I was, I don't know what happened, but somehow like water was left in our, in our washing machine and clothes were in there or something was in there. I have no idea what. For the whole trip? That. When we were gone, yeah. Oh. So I came back and it kind of smelled like, sure, you know, sure. it's kind of... So I was just thought, oh, I'll just put on the washing machine to like drain and then do a spin or do it and then and yeah. then and then it'll be, you know, like it'll... But it wouldn't do that. It wouldn't turn on. And I was like, oh my God, is the power off in here? So then I was like trying to make it work and I was changing the plug and then I... And then I was look, looking at the... Our freezer... And I was like, "Is this is this like also not working?" So then I opened it up and I felt inside, and everything felt frozen. But I also felt like this sharp, like thing hit me in the hand. And I looked at it; it was like a kind of a claw. And I was like, "That's weird." And I closed it, but I didn't clue in right away mm-hmm. what it was. And then I went outside because uh, I wanted to get an extension cord and run it in and see if that would. And then I let the chicken out when I was outside, but it was just the one chicken. Yeah. And so then I went. I just wandered around the yard looking. Just look, looking in the regular places for the other chicken, like where she likes to hide to lay eggs and stuff. So like under the Mustang and there's like a board along the wall and she'll often hide behind that. And she likes to go behind. We have a plum tree situation. I don't know how to describe it. It's a plum tree that's growing out of a out of a cedar tree. Oh, okay. So it's a real kind of weird thing. It's so, weird to me, like a plum tree situation. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a plum tree? Well, because it's not... I mean, we got a cherry tree situation where yeah, yeah. our cherry tree is not... This is a, this is a volunteer plum tree. Like, it is sort of... A, Are the others, like, you know... I like drafted, yeah. Stripped it? Yeah, that's right. They were drafted. <laughs> no. So your tree had a low number? And like, the... it just appeared. Oh. Like, we didn't plant it. It just grew in our in our okay. garden. And then it it's like... Someone planted a seed. Uh, maybe no, but they had to have because I guess. that's the only way a plum tree comes I into guess. existence is through a plum seed. Uh, seed. Uh, probably maybe, but it's or it's maybe the people behind us have a plum tree and it dropped in our a, a seed. Plum dropped in our garden. Yeah. yeah, it had to be a seed. And then <laughs> I'm I'm holding firm to this that yeah, that's yeah. the only way a tree mm. it comes into existence. Well, yeah, to a degree, but um, <laughs> so uh, well, some some fruit has to pass through an animal in order to, for it to fruit. Okay. Like in order for it to grow, like it needs to have like sure. a, 
a situation. But, but it's anyway, still a seed. It's it? still a seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this plum tree grew out of nowhere, and it's like super productive. Our plum tree that we planted gives us nothing. Mm-hmm. It is the most ungrateful plum tree you've ever seen. But oh, right. this plum tree that just sort of appeared out of nowhere, it's like right now, it's just got plums hanging off it by the, by the cool. bushel. But anyway, so I was looking over we, there. We should the, uh, get our uh, old, I'm not going to say their name, our old mutual uh, former friend uh, to, to come and, uh, and de-plum your tree. Remember that story? Like I, uh, I had a, I was really super broke and I was yeah. living uh, in the West End. And, uh, and there was a plum tree next to my apartment building. And I was like, hey, and every day I'd go in and get a plum. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is good because I free food at a time I need free food. Yeah. And then I told my friend about it. That was a mistake. And uh, came with a pillowcase and took all the plums. And I'm like, we, we fucking, uh, what? Why do you know, not know that's not a thing to do? <laughs> oh, dear. So, so I beat him to death with the, pl- with the pillowcase. With pillowcase full of plums? Yeah. <laughs> good kid. The sound yeah. good. He deserved it. You Which know, is weird because I was going to beat him to death with a thing full of soap. Because mm. uh, I saw that in a movie once. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah. is, is that Full Metal Jacket? I'm not sure. So I looked around over there and I just couldn't fi- find her. So then I was like, okay, well, I'll look later on. And then I cleared it when I was walking for some time. And then I just walked, I went, oh my God, the chicken's in the freezer. So I guess Eve found it. And then she... F- oh my God. And so she... Thought we might want what to, a reveal. She thought she might want, uh, want uh, us to bury it. Like, she, that we yeah, might yeah. want to bury her, not just throw her in the garbage can. And so uh, she just wrapped her in a bag and put her into the freezer. And so I just, when I was reaching in there, I just, I touched her claw. And so, anyway. Okay, so my follow-up on that would be, mm-hmm. so you reach into the freezer, mm-hmm. you touch a claw. Yeah. You don't check out what that's about. No, because I was just, I was too. You I were was, busy. You're too busy to find yeah, out yeah, why yeah. there's an. Because what I, I figured thought, was this is in the freezer. I'll I'll investigate this right, later. Here, I have no idea what's going here's on. Here's how I thought that story was unfolding. <laughs> okay. You said like, uh, okay, so I got a washer because it was an unrelated washer related incident. That well, was, the, the freezer was part of it though because I was worried that it also wasn't getting power. Understood. So okay. here's my logic: was okay. uh, came home and there was water and laundry, yeah. and then I reached into the freezer and I uh, it was like a claw that was yeah. in there, and I went, ah, so here's what happened. I'm thinking okay. is that the power went out yeah. midway through the wash. It never went through the spin cycle, and when yeah. the power came back on again, yeah. it just just stayed neutral yeah. so the water remained yeah and i figured oh in the freezer the freezer also turned off it melted a bit yeah and as it's dripping and melting it turned back on yeah and because it's dripping oh, it's like down icicle. like icicles yeah yeah and that's the claw effect mm. instead yeah uh your pet is in there <laughs> because when you felt a claw you yeah. went not my business and then just went out well, to the yard because I, I was trying to do this well i need i also had to go to work so i was oh, okay. being late for work if there's and a trying claw to figure out in your freezer and trying to establish no that follow up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just didn't want to because I didn't want the rest of the freezer to like uh, thaw out while I was at work all day. Right. There might be more claws in there. So yeah, yes. So I was trying to like hurry and get this done, and my thought was just like, I will. This is in the freezer. Okay. It's frozen. Whatever, whatever it is, I have no idea what it is. I will deal with this later. I don't know what Lisa has put in the freezer. Okay. But this is weird. But. I, I'll deal with this later. I just don't have time right now. I need to figure out what's wrong with, with the But you power. were already dealing with the washer-dryer, though, or the washer, right? Yeah, but they're in the same room. Right, right, right. But yeah, you yeah. had time to deal with the washer, but not to deal with, like, what's this animal that's in my free, <laughs> freezer? Well, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm but the washers what precipitated me going looking in the freezer. Yeah, there's precipitation in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so by that point, I'm just like, okay, I got to get some. I got to get a cable running okay. into here. Make sure the freezer's working. Right. Da, 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 da. Oh, there's like, an animal in the freezer. Yeah, well, yeah. not my business. Not my, Bang! Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll, no, no, it is I'll my deal business. with that later. Yeah, yeah. I'll deal with it later. Exactly. <laughs> it's not. It's not. A, you okay. know, it's not important right now. What's important is that the freezer is working. So when I go to work and I go here and I get right. home tonight, and the day is now. I'm been away from the home for 16 hours. Then I it's not gonna, I'm not going to home to oh. an entire freezer of meat and ice cream and blueberries Claws. all <laughs> sunk to the bottom of this freezer all 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 thawed out. Right. So, yeah. You're going to have to thaw it out by taking the stuff out and put it in the dryer. <laughs> uh, so are you going to do a burial or what are you what are you going to do? I don't know. I haven't thought I haven't decided yet. I don't okay. know if I'll do a burial. I did a, I buried I buried Queenie and then we buried uh, Noisy. Uh, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. It's actually quite, it's quite hard to dig, dig in the ground. I don't know if it, despite what Supernatural tells us, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of about work. chicken burial. About any burial, like those guys can dig a grave in a couple it's of minutes. Nice and nice and, and rectangular. As, as a re- as, yes, as smooth as smooth as if a bucket loader went down and took out the ground. Here's going to be my suggestion to you, yeah. and this means no disrespect sure, at all to sure. the chickens, is. Um, Someone actually dug those holes in Supernatural, mm-hmm. and and a sizable amount of them, unless they just left one out there yeah. and just kept reusing the hole, which would make a lot of sense. Well, but yeah, but they used a, a backhoe. Okay, what I was gonna what <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say was like if you could find whoever did that. Yeah, uh, they live in Vancouver. And go like, hi, I really enjoy your work from Supernatural. <laughs> Would you mind coming to my backyard and digging one of those holes for yeah, me? Yeah. Uh, I know you're not working right now because Supernatural's not. I'm, actually, I don't know if Supernatural's back on the air. I don't know. Uh, would, would you do it? I how much Supernatural's done now. And you know what? Everyone's on strike right now, so they oh, could okay. use the work. And this is not scab labor. No, no. This is just a chicken it's burial. To do with the film industry. Find me in the union where it says you can't do a chicken burial. Yep. No, because that's say. that'd be yeah, quite yeah. the way low on the. We'll get Jay Brazo to check for us, and he'll let us know. Sure, ain't no rule says you can't bury a chicken in the backyard. <laughs> We've actually never buried a chicken in the backyard. We buried them in the forest near our house. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I don't know, it's a dead animal. You know the. The burial plot that they have in Supernatural, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like in a proper uh, graveyard sometimes. Sometimes, you know, they will bury something in the woods. Mm. Find out where that hole is. <laughs> it's, going, it's already soft. Yeah, it's already, it's already soft. soft and, yeah. get, and get the chicken It's much easier to dig into than a, a hard ground with roots and stuff like that. Yeah. The real problem is the roots. The band? <laughs> That's a different problem. But they, they are also a problem. But the yeah. problem of... Which uh, is, are they ever going to shake like the Jimmy Fallon... Uh, kind of connection yeah hmm, who knows i don't know i like like it seems to me like before like they were once like a cool sure band. the drummer's name is like quest love yeah like it's already cool he's still pretty cool but no he's not he's not cool anymore no because they play on a tv show called that's playing jimmy fallon but whenever i see him was like, doc severinson cool he's he's not doc he's not doc severinson yeah but was he a cool oh doc severinson yeah no De- he was not cool to us when we well, watched. not what us. Yeah, it's not for us. Yeah. So it's what for do you your think? Parents was he cool yeah, to yeah. your parents? But what do you think the kids think about the roots? They're not cool. What, what the kids got to do with it? It's not for. Uh, it's not for them. It's for people Jimmy Fallon's age, whatever age that is. <laughs> well, maybe it's twenty five. Hey, maybe any, it's uh, sixty. I don't know how old he is. If it's for people who are uh, over forty, then it's not cool. Okay. It's not cool. I don't. I think don't even think about it. I think the roots are probably have to be cool. <laughs> nope. They gave that up. I think John Baptiste 
was cool even when he was on Colbert. He's cooler now than yeah. he's not on Colbert. Yeah. But, like, you know, he remained cool. He's yeah. not on Colbert anymore? Nope. No, he's off doing things like winning every award that there is. <laughs> okay. I'm sure he... I think yeah. he won an Oscar. Is he right? won a Grammy for oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, he's won everything. He's so. an EGOT? Uh, I don't know if there's one an Emmy for uh, being the band of a talk show. Hmm. You know, maybe if uh, he did the music for an award show, perhaps. Pretty limited, pretty limited uh, group there. Yeah, I'm not sure. But he's doing fine. Yeah. Oh, good. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Anyway, that's the chicken thing. Very good. That's Chick Talk. The last Chick Talk, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I was really mad at Lisa's, my, our friend. I wanted to say Lisa's friend. Our friend. I was really mad this morning. But then I thought, and I was going to like, not get mad at her, but... I was like, next time she comes over, I'm not even going to speak to her. But then I was like, she probably feels terrible about this. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Like, I'm sure she feels terrible about it. If she didn't feel terrible, about it, I might be more mad. But I'm sure she didn't mean. She probably didn't realize why we lock the chickens away. Yeah. We might have like maybe spelled it out for her. Lock them away, otherwise r- raccoons will come around. The neighborhood hoodlums. But maybe we didn't make it clear. And so then, do you think it was raccoons or? Uh... Oh yeah, definitely raccoons. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was... They escaped They escaped once from a raccoon attack. Because luckily I was there, so I prevented murder. Because the raccoon did have the chicken in his clutches. Right. And I was able to, to convince him. I wrote a very firmly worded letter to him, and he, he gave up the... I, I was picturing you on a little walkie-talkie. <laughs> like, let's keep cool heads here. We're all going home to our wives tonight. A megaphone. Yeah. Yeah. Put... Down the chicken. Uh, which he did. Or she did. One of the two. It did. It wasn't very happy with me, though. But I, my yelling at it convinced it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was like a close call. And I just... Oh, well. I mean, at the same time, chickens were kind of dumb. Like, they knew. They knew. Yeah, they're not bad for happen. their smarts. They knew something bad could happen. They, they, it happened before. It's not going to knock... You know, you know you know that you're risking yourself. Yeah. Yeah, they would continue to sit on the steps. Yeah, they're not... The chickens aren't smart. No one goes smart as a chicken. <laughs> if you're a snappy dresser, they say that, though. Oh, I see. Yeah, dressed as smart as a chicken. Because you like a chicken when it's all dressed? For uh, dinner? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I am, well, I am uh, I am sorry to, to, to hear that, and yeah. I'm sure our listeners are as well. Yes. I'll, uh, yeah. Anyway, it was... It was ma- I was mad and sad this morning. Of so. course, yeah. A lot of mixed emotions. Also, you just came from a trip. You're going to feel like emotionally raw anyway. <laughs> That's a, t- a Traveling is a little bit, you know, on, on on the body and on the mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. We... Why, don't you, why don't you tell uh, it was definitely... folks where you went? Oh, well, people didn't know. We went to uh, Great Britain. We went to... We went for two weeks. We spent the first part of it... Not entirely a week, but mostly a week in um, kind of mid, sort of mid England near Northampton. Okay. In a little village called Rons or Roms, Rons. Well, however they would say it. We used to say it to they the taxi drivers. They say it with an accent. So yeah, they do say know. it with an accent, but we'd say mm. we'd go, we'd get off the train, we go to the taxi, and then we'd say to the taxi driver, "Can you please take us to Rons?" And they go, "Rons? E? I guess I don't know how many places are there around here that have the same spelling." Uh, just because we're mispronouncing a little bit, I don't know. But then, uh, yeah, so we spent almost a week there. Then we drove up to Scotland, which we wisely did the first. We did the first on the way up. We we broke it up into bits. So we 
we went and saw the Kelpies. Which, which is are, what? It's these giant horse head sculptures that are made of metal. Okay. That are sitting. It sounds like a social disease for uh, like sailors. Well, kelpies are you like get, a mythi- you went into show on shore yeah. leave and you end up with the kelpies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like a mythical creature, kelpies. Oh, all right. I'm sorry for disrespecting your culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's because no one's made a Medusa joke before. So um, the uh, they're just like yeah, they're just giant things, and they're kind of by like a canal. They're in Falkirk. If you're ever in Scotland and you want to see the Kelpies, they're in Falkirk. And they're by a, a canal, like an actual like commercial canal that, of course, is no longer used as a commercial canal. This is in the old days when canals were, you know, the way to move stuff around. And, and uh, you know, they predate uh, railways. Oh, the, good the canals that, like, spanned all of, all of England and Scotland, I guess. And so, uh, so, yeah, they had a little bit of that. And then they had they this also did the Rockford set. Files canal. <laughs> Stephen Jake and all? Yeah. Wasn't the main creator of the show, though. That okay. was Roy Roy Huggins. All right. He created 21 Jump Street. That's true. He did. And also Magnum oh, P.I. Oh, we're going to be going Magnum down P. a lot. We're gonna, we don't have time <laughs> to start listening to Stephen Jake and Al shows. Cop Rock. Okay. We, we don't have time. Do not have time. For it to stay at NYPD. Anyway. We don't have time. Okay. Uh, so then so then we went from there. We went to Inverness. Okay. Which is the home of listener Chris Roberts. All right, tell me a story. Please don't be jealous of their listeners, because there were some listeners that wanted to, to meet up, but we just, it did not work with our schedule, right? unfortunately, because we were on a very tight, tight schedule. But Chris, we had pre-booked. <laughs> we had pre-booked to see Chris. Uh, to, and so we, Chris lives in Inverness, and we were going to stop there as, uh, as a, the first leg of our t- up, up to Orkney journey. Okay. And so we visited Chris and his family, and they were very lovely, very lovely people. And uh, it was really nice, actually. And we stayed far too late and then felt guilty that we left, made everyone stay up because we were talking too much. But anyway. I'm sure it was fine. I don't know. I don't know. Did they do a lot of, ah, oh, yeah. all yeah. the time. There's a lot of stretching. Oh, boy. Ay, a lot of covert looking at watches. You know, and I don't want to keep you. They weren't you. even wearing watches and they were looking at them. I the don't want to keep you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you look, uh, you stay up later than this, we get the Kelpies. <laughs> So yeah, so Inverness is a very, very beautiful city, actually. It's very lovely. And the hotel we stayed at was right on the river, right at the riverside. Mm-hmm. Ignore so them taking pills while dying. Okay, sure, sure. Got to do what you got to do. And yeah, so it was really, it was a nice, it was a nice visit. And we had dinner there. What'd you have? We had lasagna, salad, and then a dessert. Oh, oh and we had really good bread as well. Yeah. So nice. I'm a bread guy, sorry everyone, I just love bread. But uh, we had some bread. And I then... don't know why you feel the need to apologize for that. <laughs> I don't know, I just got really excited. I enjoy bread. bread, and I'm really sorry. Guys. No, I was so excited like to get I couldn't, bread. Uh, <laughs> I felt guys. like I kind of over, overstated yeah. the bread part of it. But yeah, we had, and then we had a dessert, which was... Bread pudding. <laughs> it was not bread pudding. <laughs> lasagna pie. It was not lasagna pie either. Okay. Nice guesses, though. It was salad jello. <laughs> oh, okay, I was going to... Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. The dessert was salad. Yeah, it was, well, it was a salad jello. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to go on uh, over there. They call uh, dessert salad. <laughs> they call br- breakfast pudding and they call... Mm-hmm. They yeah, do. Everything's got the wrong name. Yeah. So then we and then we left Inverness in the morning after um, they had an interesting meetup with the, the maid who just walked into our room without, without uh, knocking. Okay. And Lisa was undressed. She's right. distressing. Which is why she does it. Yes. 
She was getting dressed. She got out of the shower and she was standing there, you know, kind of organizing her clothes and getting dressed. And then the maid just sort of walked in. Yeah. And then said, and then instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry, close door and leave. She's like, oh, do you need anything? Do you need uh, sheets changed? Or do you need any extra towels or anything? This is like, no, we're good. <laughs> She's holding up this little tea towel, sized towel to try and bigger cover herself. Bigger tea towel? Yeah, bigger tea towel. And, uh, you know, it's like a hand towel kind of thing. And, oh, yeah. boy. Anyway. Do you tip more for that or less? I, or not at all? I didn't tip at all because we uh, didn't get... another country, so... We didn't get maid service, know. so, yeah. And then um, I would tip if I was there for a few days and they, they actually did, like, make the bed for me and stuff like that, but... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tip. I would tip if the culture tipped. Oh really? Yeah. If they if they if tipping was like oh, the culture. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to look it up first because you know sometimes you'll uh, you'll tip and they'll look at you like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm like oh I shouldn't have tipped. This is <laughs> somehow an insult. Somehow I'm in a country and I've mm. been in these countries where like giving money yeah. is frowned upon. Okay. And I'm like why are you frown? Like I can't think of a situation where like someone yeah, yeah. handed me money. Yeah. And uh, now maybe I could. Yeah. Well, yeah, our relatives, our English relatives don't get the tipping thing here. Yeah. They don't understand it. Like when you tip at a restaurant. But anyway. My, uh, my uh, Finnish uh, grandfather-in-law, uh, how I met him, real quick. Uh, <laughs> I go, I'm going to the airport with uh, Vicky and, uh, and Pia, and uh, who is or related to him as their grandfather. Mm-hmm. And this is how I am the uh, grandson-in-law. Uh, but so, so uh, he's in, I believe he's in a wheelchair of some sort, and I'm pushing him in the wheelchair. And at the end, when we get to the car, uh, he gives me $20. Doesn't realize I'm uh, <laughs> in his family. Did and, you, did uh, you and, it? And P- yeah, well, here's the thing. Uh, Pia said, like, this is, this is my, uh, I don't know whether it was boyfriend or like husband at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, and then they were all, a bit, uh, everyone was having a nice good laugh. Yeah. Went, yeah, that's great. And yeah, folding up the bill and putting it in my pocket. <laughs> we all enjoy a good laugh. For $20, just $20. Yeah, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Yeah, you can't throw that away. Yeah. It'd be crazy. Yeah, I said, I'm taking a cab home. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we drove up from Inverness to Thurso. Which is at the tip top of Scotland. Okay. And then we caught the ferry there, and it was a very rough journey on the ferry. Oh no, I'm sorry. To hear that. Very, it was very uh, like it was actually like it was one of those things where like the the, the ferry was like going up in the air and then cr- smacking down mm. on the water, and uh, Lisa had to go sit outside because she does not like the she does not like the rough waves right on a boat. Whereas I'm just like yawn, it's all good. Give me some. I'll eat these raw eggs while you're. Oh, they're doing that. Just do it in front is that of you. popular in Scotland? The raw eggs no, on the a ferry. No, the raw eggs popular in a ferry. <laughs> so then, uh, so then we got to Orkney and we saw some more family there. But here's the exciting part of the whole trip, everyone. Okay. Here's the thing: I was misinformed by my wife, and the fact that we're still married, I think, shows the strength of our marriage. Mm-hmm. Because Lisa thought that shopping week was over when we got, when we were getting to to Orkney. So she thought like it was the week before we got there. But her problem was is that she forgot it's shopping week. And so when she looked at it, she looked at it as last, the weekend before and then it was over. But no, that's the start of it. It lasts a week. So we were there for the end of the sh- end of the shopping week. And does it build through the week until it's like a big ha-ha. It's giant. It's giant. It builds and builds and builds until it finally gets on Saturday night you get the shopping week parade. Sorry, the shopping week fancy dress parade. Hmm. And so I was very pleased that I was able to see that again. And it was well worth it. It was well worth it. What I was your not, favorite thing? In the, I could not convince a single, a single relative that it was any good at all. 
except for one, uh, Lisa's cousin, who was, came down from Shetland to, to, to uh, because it was her aunt's 90th birthday. That's part of why mm. we went there. And so her cousin had come down to, to partake in the festivities. And so she, she came with us to the shopping parade and loved it. So I was right. It's great. But what was your favorite part? The best float, in my opinion, was one that made fun of the fact that one of the... There's three different... There's uh, three I'm different gonna, fairies. Let, let, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but sure. I'm going to say like... Yeah. My, I, my guess would be, and this yeah. is what I would do. Yeah. The people who stayed home and said it wasn't any good. Like and that's the that's the float. It's just all it's all it's all like people on their couches on their phones. And it's like these are the people that stayed home yeah, and yeah. went like I'm not going. Yeah. And 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 they're just farting and they're looking like idiots and you know they're arguing with each other because they're stupid. They should and, do that. And they then sh- one pees their pants. Yeah. <laughs> they should do that next year. Yeah. Um, Sorry. No. So they, there's three different ferries that that service Orkney Island. So there's the one that we went across which is run by a company called Northlink, and they also run one that goes up from Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And so the Aberdeen one we did not take, even though it's, I guess some people like it because you can sleep, you can get a cabin, and so you leave at night, you sleep overnight, and then you arrive in the morning, okay. and you're ready for the day. Whereas we drove up, you know, drove up, got there for 1 o'clock, and we went across and got into, into uh, on the island at 3. It's fine. But both of those are run by Northlink. There's a third one. <laughs> Called the Pentland Ferry that that runs from John O'Groats across to St Margaret's Hope on Orkney, and which is a cute town. We have taken that ferry, but anyway, they've had some problems lately. Mm. They uh, one of their one of their uh, captains got a little too close to the shore and and smashed into some rocks with the ferry. Okay, and injured forty three people. Oosh. and damaged a bunch of cars. Eesh. And the boat was the boat didn't sink because I guess they have like a, a double hull, so it tore the outer hull, but did not get did not get into the inner hull. There's a, there's so both okay. a, a good and a bad thing about that for those cars. Yeah, it's like the the owner of the car has to one call their insurance and then just goes in an accident. Yeah, what hit you? A boat. <laughs> and it's like you know, and that's like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. oh uh, what? Well, yeah, 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 it was a ferry. Mm. You got mm. hit by first of all, you hear it's a ferry. It's like oh, we little ferry <laughs> hit you. No, no, an actual the ferry boat yeah, hit my yeah, car. Yeah. But yeah. there's absolutely no way. Yeah. Were you at fault? Like, there's no like when the ferry hits your boat mm-hmm. or your car. Yeah, th- done. Like you're that. It's all 100 percent the ferry's fault. No, there's no way you were driving into the sea and drove well, into a ferry. It does sound like you were driving into the sea. It feels like to me like it'd be very hard for to get hit by a ferry. You would have to be pretty intentionally driving in a way that would get you hit by a ferry. But the thing is, the ferries didn't hit the cars. The cars all got damaged inside the ferry by smashing ah, into each other but in good. the impact. Not as good a story. <laughs> no, I thought not. they were in a parking lot, like, on the shore <laughs> no, when you were talking no, about no, that. No, no, no. And then no, just no, no. smash. No, no, no. So then, so then that was a problem. And then their other ferry was going into St. Margaret's Hope, where it, uh, where it docks, where it, and the propeller fell off. The shaft in the propeller just fell, fell right out because the, the boat had just gotten uh, like serviced. It had you know it went down right. went down to Ireland. Like, so it tootled all the way around to Ireland. Right. Got reserviced, including a new propeller and shaft. And they said, "Do you want to pay for the nuts on the screws? <laughs> just the screws. Just the screws. That's We're fine. trying to save money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> fancy nut charges. <laughs> and so then they went back. And then they're sailing, and then the and two like two weeks later, the the whole propeller shaft came off. So there was a ferry, Oof. or not a ferry. There was a float in the parade, and it was like it said, Penland Ferries. Oops, we did it again. <laughs> and then it had like 
the first the first float had uh, like a bunch of boys dressed like in their officers' uniforms, so white you know sailors like white, white officers' uniforms, and they had PVC binoculars they're holding, like okay. this PVC pipes made nice. into big giant binoculars, and they're like looking around everywhere, and then. And the other part of this same float was a bunch of passengers trying to like figure out the schedule where everything's been canceled, where they're supposed to go. And so it's just like this big crowd of people all gathered around this thing, pointing at it and trying to figure stuff out. Then the next float goes by and it's got, they've taken two car engines and pushed them together. So it looks like a big giant engine and there's smoke everywhere. And these guys are hitting it with, with sledgehammers and, and stuff and sticks and trying to get this engine going. And then you go to the next one and everyone's sitting on a lifeboat. From, so the Coast Guard has come to rescue everyone. Oh, and they're sitting great. on the lifeboat. And then in the, oh, and also in the middle ferry or middle float, there was a, a shaft and propeller dragging along the ground <laughs> behind it. So it was oh, just, that's fantastic. It was so great. Yeah, it was such a great little. Wow. Because they always have like some little comment. And that was probably the best one. The other ones were fun. Like there was a Barbie one, which is quite elaborate sure. and fun. And then they had one that was like a, like a drag, drag show kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember they, what they had for the, they're saying on the float now. But that, of course, and of course, the thing to remember is almost everyone's really drunk when they're sure. on the floats. Because this, yeah. you know, you got to lubricate yourself in order to, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, dress yeah. up and and, 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 th- and show your stuff like, like they're doing. But it was fun. And then there was a magical, there was a magic one as well. And so that had like people walking along and they were wearing costumes where it looked like they didn't have a head. So just their hair oh, is floating cool. over top. And, and it was really fun. They were do, they were doing magic on on the, uh, the float itself. And then there was one that was we weren't really too sure what they were going for with it. Uh, it, had, it said "Tack me out" on the front of the. Tack me, all right, so take me out. Yeah, right. take me out. And but then what was happening on the floats? We weren't too clear. Like the first one, we weren't too clear about it. It was like there was like a bunch of barrels, and the guys, the kids, girls and boys were standing behind it. Okay. And maybe they were playing them. We don't know. And then there was another float, and it said. The love bug or something like that or love shack love shack it said love shack okay there and there's people inside and they looked they were quite doing some it was quite amorous what was happening there okay but i wasn't really sure and then the last one said tiki hut warbeth which apparently is a beach in orkney oh okay there's just one kid sitting in it and we so we were a little bit out, out oh that's lost me because like the first two yeah, were yeah. songs yeah yeah huh yeah no, i don't get that at all i don't get it at all either but anyway, hey, listen. It was if, great, anyone, if anyone out there is from Orkney, <laughs> you could tell us. Or hey, explain. Chris Roberts, could you go uh, <laughs> go up north a yeah, little bit and uh, investigate? Or is it up north for Chris? Yes, it is. Up north uh, yeah, go. Could you go up north for just a bit and ask what's what's up? I mean, you know what I would do. It's it's relatively up north. Okay, what I would do is this: is I would uh, I would do one called My Stupid Husband, and it's uh, it just looks exactly like me. It's a mannequin that looks yeah, like me. Yeah. And I would walk next to it going, stop looking at it. We were having a fight and she made this. It's not funny. Yeah. Stop looking. Well, if you're yelling, that's a big part of the yeah. uh, big part of the floats. It yeah. seems there's people like yelling. Really mad. at You uh, don't know what's this, going on uh, and they're yelling at you. And then when we, so the, so we, we went, we drove into Stromness. Okay. You know, despite everyone saying, oh, it's so far to drive. So far to drive there. How can, how can you go They don't know far? what far is. I know, they don't. It's 20, Live in British Columbia. Seriously, I'll tell you what fucking far is. It's a 20-minute drive. We're driving to Prince Rupert. You want to see far? <laughs> That's insane. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Something something hit something up there. Okay. Okay, I thought it was your chair. No. Oh, okay. I'm going to look out the window. Okay, go look out the window. No, it was 20 minutes. It's a 20-minute drive. So, it, you know, it's just it's the thing about, like, uh, you know, it just depends where you are. It's all relative what distances are. But anyway, we drove over. Lots of parking everywhere, but it was actually really busy. Like, there was tons of people there. But I think the problem with Stromness, 
Well, there's a few problems with What's Str- the problem with Stromness? The problem with Stromness is it's not Kirkwall. That's a problem. Well, you're telling me. Because what Kirkwall's got going for it that drives every local we met batty is that they have cruise ships coming in. Mm-hmm. So they regularly have like 5,000 people pile off these cruise ships and then just swarm through Kirkwall, a city of 11,000 people. Right. We got that so, same situation, but, you know, we're a city. We're a it's city. A city that, it's a city. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. can we can absorb this giant thing. For them, it's just like crazy. Like people don't even want to go into town when, yeah. when the cruise ship. For me, it just is like, ugh, they're keeping me from my Dutch panicics. <laughs> yes. Uh, for people in, in Kirkwall, they're saying, I can't even get to the store. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, it, it is, I mean, we went down one day and it, was it was busy but it wasn't crazy busy but it was only one one cruise ship so it's when you get two cruise ships in and then it really is nutty apparently but stromness so kirkwall you know they can have like little you know little kind of touristy stores and people are going to be like well that's cool because we're just got off a cruise boat we want placemats with puffins on it why wouldn't we Mm -hmm. but stromness doesn't have that i mean they have people coming off the ferry but people coming off the ferry is different than cruise cruise ship passengers, right? People coming off the ferry, they're coming off the ferry, and they're just going to go where they're going to go. Yeah. They're not going to, like, go, oh, look at this little town. Let's stop here and do some shopping. So what Stromness needs is, like, something that Kirkwall doesn't have. And my suggestion to everyone, and it kind of got a, hmm, was a McDonald's. Because there's no McDonald's on or- in Orkney. Okay. It needs something that kids will go to, you know, that people, this is not anywhere else. Because the problem with Stromness is it's got a butcher shop. There you go. That's all. The rest of it is like thrift stores, tourist places, and a and a bookstore. That's and then oh, a, a, a jeweler has just opened up a, like a a hand she handcrafts jewelry. She just opened up like a workshop on the main street. Okay, but that to me is not going to bring like your locals in. Like you need to have something that brings locals to your town, not tourists, because tourists are only there for four or five months of the year. The rest of the year, no one wants to go there. It's cold. It's rainy. It's inhospitable. You know, so you only have this like small window. The rest of the time, you have to attract people to come to your place that aren't that aren't you know aren't tourists. And believe me, people who live in Orkney do not want placemats with puffins on them. They have them already. Right. So, but they would like a, like a Happy Meal, maybe. Well, I think they just they need something that's they want something that's different. Yeah, and kids love McDonald's and stuff. You know, like so you need something that's different right. in this place that's going to draw people into this town. And what they have there now is not drawing people to it. So you can have shopping week all you want. But when shopping week parade is over, you're just going back to your your normal, like, desolate. Like, we were there at 3 in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and we were just the only people that felt like we were the only people there. Yeah. And this was during shopping week. McDonald's makes you temporarily happy, and then you get to you get, get out of here, and then you leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a short burst of, like, yeah, oh, that's all but right. Not, I don't care what your feeling about McDonald's is, or, like, when you go there... Yeah, I just think that it would draw people there. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? And so when you have people going there, then you can have other things that kind of grow up around it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be McDonald's, but just something that people will go to, you know. Here's a weird question I have about McDonald's. Okay. For for you. Sure. So it's McDonald's MC, right? That's the McDonald's, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. But it's a Big Mac, M-A-C. Mm. Why? <laughs> Which way are we going with that? Yeah. Well, I think Mick and Mac are basically the interchangeable. Are they? Okay. Yeah. I thought one was like Ireland and one was like Scotland. I don't think so. Okay. Is that true? I don't mm-hmm. know. I thought that I thought that was the case. Oh, okay. I thought like Mick is uh, is is Irish. Okay. Yeah. 
Huh. And, uh, and the Mac is Scot- Scottish, yeah. Mac I Scottish. believe so. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was just kind of curious. So, but they mean the same thing, basically. So, oh, I don't, of course they do. I don't think it's uh, big. They mean thing. delicious quality. <laughs> <laughs> Who was actually McDonald? The brothers. Like, I know it was McDonald's brothers. Was it McDonald's brothers? Yeah. Well, what were they? They, were they Scottish they, or were they uh, Irish? I think they were American. Uh, but where's the where, where's the root cause of uh, their the Mick? What's that? What's that about? What's the backstory there? Any idea? No idea. You got no idea. Don't worry no. about it. I mean, they're just a couple of American guys who started okay. a restaurant. Yeah, but they didn't. Say, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't. No one got um, a McDonald at Ellis Island. Like that came from somewhere. So it's just. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Probably Irish. Probably. Yeah. It's a rough day when uh, Ronald McDonald came out for everyone named Ronald McDonald. I'm sure. <laughs> it was like, and yeah, things are shitty now. <laughs> it probably was. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't think there's that many Ronald McDonald's now. Now? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Don't you think the parents would kind of like I've seen not... a lot of news stories where it's like, and this person's name's actually, and then they say it's Ronald McDonald. It's okay. like, yeah, your parents are okay. are, are probably monsters. naming you after your grandfather. Yeah, yeah. but they're still Or monsters. someone who, you yeah, know, yeah. was in Vimy Ridge yeah, yeah. and has noble history. They... <laughs> oh, and, and also, they want the money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so you're named that. But, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Shopping Week was great. Yeah. And, we didn't do too much of the tourist thing. What's your sister's name? Wendy's Value Meal. Oh well, Ooh, yeah, wow. you're just being you well, just that's like mean. fast food. <laughs> that's just me. And and uh, your other brother, uh, yeah. he's KFC Big Bucket. Oh, it's just a tough time all Jeez. around. The uh, yeah, you were lucky to be named Ronald. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess some people are lucky their last name is an inbox. Yeah. You're telling me. So, yeah. by the way, Dave's doing this all this jet lagged. Yeah, so yeah good I'm for him. Good. Yeah, thank you. So um, that's why it's a little disjointed. But all, anyway. the, all these jokes are going to land eight hours from now. <laughs> I hope so. Something's got to land. Uh, so then what do we do? Oh, yeah. we. I was going to say we didn't really do... Like it was mostly... We went there mostly to meet, like see family. Yeah. It's been 11 years since we were there last oh, time. Okay, we only had right. two weeks. So unlike when we went with the girls in 2012, we did a lot of like driving around. Like we went to a lot of different places with them. And to be honest with you, they could care less. <laughs> what they really enjoyed about the trip was meeting their cousins mm. in England. Like they really enjoyed. Like they, that's what they look forward to. Like they look forward to getting home so they could play with their with the cousins and stuff like that. Like oh. you know, come over and they play cards and, and play games and stuff. And so, yeah, that was really good. But um, yeah, so when we we're like when we were in Orkney, for instance, we didn't really like do too much. Like even if we, like even if you're tempted to, like part of the problem was the cruise people like the the italian chapel which is this um thing that because they had it because like um orkney islands were like a sort of a key spot during world war ii like that's where the the uh british navy was 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 there and it was had like forty thousand troops it had tons of like machine gun emplacements and stuff they're still up like you can still see them right they're still like there like they've never taken them away yeah so they have all these concrete like machine guns you can still fire the machine guns for the fun, machine right? guns are <laughs> The machine guns might be gone. I don't know. I haven't didn't. You got to bring your own bullets, though. They're not going to like pay for that. I didn't look at that part of it. All but, right, that's uh, good. Yeah, you just but you can see them all over the place. There's always like little cement bunkers, and uh, and I guess you know when you think about like I never even thought about it before until we were talking about it on this trip. But like if the Germans had like captured Orkney, that would have been like a really bleak moment for Britain mm-hmm. because it would have been like a perfect launching place for bombers and the fighters and to start you know this sort of campaign against england uh and so 
like there was some boats that were sunk. There was a, I think one battleship was sunk uh, in 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 Orkney and by a German U-boat. And I think like eight hundred people were killed when oh, it sank. Shit. And so they uh, created these things that were called the Churchill barriers. So they put these big, like basically like this used like giant stones and just created these barriers across the. That between the because it's all islands, like a kind of like an archipelago of islands, the Orkney Islands. So there's like the main island of Orkney, and then there's all these little smaller islands. And so because they didn't want the U-boats getting like be able to go sneak around these islands, they put these barriers across, and then the, so the navy would be kind of sheltered from attack. And so they were, and they were good in the after the war because they all they also were paved with roadways on them, and so they actually tied together like three or four mm. islands to Orkney so you could instead of having everyone having to like take boats like there's still islands that you have to take boats to that are part of the Orkney Islands but these ones were all tied together by roadways um, it did kind of change the landscape though because instead of the the sand kind of washing through the through these channels it just all plugs up in by the where the barrier is so what because it used to be like because when they made these barriers they also sunk um boats and stuff in the harbor in order to create like barriers as well okay so these big hulks that are sunk but over time they've all just been swallowed up by sand and disappeared like when i first went there you could like go in them and climb around and stuff like that and now they're gone they're entirely gone you can't even see them anymore huh yeah so um the italian chapel was a place that was built by italian prisoners of war that were in orkney and so it was it's basically just a nissan hut you know one of those sort of semicircular huts just about I don't know, 30 meters long, you know, just a regular Nissan hut. But inside, they created like a Catholic church. And they did all this Trump loyal, you know, like the, the kind of uh, idea that, you know, like the the walls have actual like depth to them and stuff like that. Okay. But it's just painted to look like it. They just painted and they built pews and they created like uh, iron, like wrought iron, uh, you know, around for, I don't know what you call them, the rood, R-O-O-D. I think that's the name for it that kind of is in front of where the altar would be. So they basically created like a Catholic, little Catholic church in the middle of Orkney. And so it's quite a, it's a bit of a tourist draw. But when I first went there, it was just open all the time, like always open. So I remember like going with Lisa's cousin's husband, just said, oh, do you want to go for a drive? And we're like, sure. And he, we just drove around and he's like, oh, I'll take you over here. And he just went in and we just, it was like seven o'clock at night, 730 at night. We just walked in, opened the door, looked around at this beautiful place that had been made by these, these prisoners of war. And I guess it was kind of decaying a little bit. Uh, but sometime in like the '80s, one of the guys was one of the guys who did like a lot of the work on it. Came back up from Italy and he he rejuvenated all the painting and stuff like that. So that was really nice. But I guess l- more recently, because all, there's always suddenly all these tourists and stuff there, someone stole stuff from the chapel. Ah, booze. Yeah, so they had to like put a person on to guard. I was it. saying booze is in multiple booze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, I think they stole booze. <laughs> they stole the communion wine. So then, uh, yeah. So then I have a guard on, and it's not open all the time. It's only open from like nine till five or whatever. And when we were driving by, like Lisa and I were just, we went for a little tootle along because we uh, took over the Churchill Bears and stuff. There was three tour buses parked at the Italian chapels. Oh, jeez. So we're just like, forget it, because you couldn't even fit in there if that was yeah. that many people. It's just, it's not that big a place. So we're just like, ah, forget about it. But um, we did. Like the Italians don't have enough church. <laughs> 
Right? Like, yeah. they got enough of that. You got plenty of church back home. Yeah. You, that's someone else. I don't so. think it's Italians. Oh, I thought you said they were Italians. No, no, it's just like tourists. Oh, tourists. Uh, tourist buses, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I thought they were Italians. There might be some Italians mixed in amongst them, but... Okay. Like, there's like... I just hate Italians so much. I thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> no one can blame don't you. Don't you? I, you know, I don't... No. Okay, good for you. Sorry. Good. You have more tolerance than that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You steal pasta from uh, China and then you make it your own and yeah. make it a big deal. Yeah. Then tell people what to put on it. Yeah. Knock it off. Uh, Italy. Really? really? You feel being that bossy about pasta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hey, how about that World War Two? <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah? know. Yeah? Oh, that's why we got all this nonsense. Pasta. We remember. <laughs> I know you were in the back, you know, not making as much of a fuss. Yeah. But it was still fascism, and we didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. No, so, thanks a lot. Still joined in the whole mess. Yeah. Anyway, get back to your Italian bashing. Go ahead. <laughs> but, um, but we did go I to... I apologize like, to Italy. We did go to the Brock of Bercy. Which is really kind of cool. It's like a little island yep. during part of the day. And then during when the tide is low, you can walk across to the, this island Neat. and climb up some steps. And then you can look at... There's a a North a Norse village that was uh, from 1000 AD that's just sitting there. Like, just the remains. Like, you can see where the walls were and stuff like that. It's, it's, not, it's not been, like, majorly um excavate or anything you just like right. there's been no archaeological dig it's just there you can look at it but we were there and like lisa was we were walking across lisa's like how can you tell if the water's coming in mm. i was like it'll take forever don't worry about it and then we went up the stairs we looked right. at this thing and then lisa was like worried so she's looking down and then but she then she saw a lady had come up and was looking around she's like oh well no nothing to worry about so then we went up the even more up the hill right there's a lighthouse at the very top of it and then you can look a, uh, you have quite Full a good of, view uh, of tourist skeletons yes, for right. people who would ask that Hugging same each question. Other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so then we were up there, and then Lisa's like, "Why?" Well, she's getting really nervous because she doesn't, yeah. like, doesn't like water. And so then uh, she's like, "I'm going to go down." I said, "Well, I'm just going to walk down this way, and then I'll just loop around and I'll come and join yeah. you." So I went down because I just wanted. There were some nice birds down there. Like I saw an oyster catcher, which I'd, oh, I'd not cool. seen before, so it was kind of cool. But anyway, so I went down, kind of looped around, and then went down this, went down the this. I started going down the steps, and but as I, when I was looping around, I looked over and I saw Lisa was like walking down, and then she suddenly like threw her hands in the air and it started running down the hill. And mm-hmm. I, went, I thought, oh, I, maybe the water's coming in, so I made this big loop around, and then I came and I could see down below, and I could see the water was going over top of it. So I was like, oh, but I didn't want to run. I, you know, I can't be wrong. So I just you know doodle 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 down this down the hill, right. open the gate, close the gate, doodle doodle walk to the gate, open that gate up, close that gate, walked over. And I saw a little sign that said, if you get trapped on the island, call 999. The Coast Guard will come and get you. But you don't want to be that person because then you'll be in the Arcadian the next week, the, the newspaper there. So then I yeah. walked on the stairs and then I walked over. And it was getting quite deep. The water was already starting to get like, you know, a few inches. So I had to go like run across it and get my shoes all wet. But it was all right. It was all right. It's kind of fun, though. It's a really great kind of feature of the whole thing. Sure. <laughs> and it's kind of what I wanted to have happen when we yeah. went over there. Because I was kind of like, oh, it'd be kind of cool if we could actually see the tide going over it. So. It was kind of fun. Okay, I'm glad you got to see that. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. And I'm glad Lisa got over earlier. <laughs> it's just funny how things change, though, because like the first time I went to the island, like Scarabray, which is a Paleolithic village that was uncovered in a storm near the near the like sometime in the late uh, 1800s. There was like a big storm, and just and the washed the sand, and it just reve- revealed this 
this old this village that was there. These villages are like from 3000 BC, right? So yeah. they've been there for a long time. Uh, but but despite its age and its I would think archaeological importance, the first time I went there, you could just like walk around it, touch stuff in it, sit in stuff. You could just do whatever you want. Yeah. If you want to take a picture of you sitting in a possibly where their beds were or whatever, yeah, no problem. Now I've heard that now you have to pay to see it, and now it's they've like put stuff all around it so you can't get into it and you know you can't which is fine makes sense it was kind of crazy the way it was so i you know i wasn't i was like well i've seen it at its best i don't need to go and see scarabrio the much as i love the name of it and then maze how the this burial mound isn't even open anymore hmm. uh, like before you could like you had to like kind of duck down and walk through to get inside and you would you could stand up in this burial chamber and it had like viking graffiti in it and it was really kind of an mm-hmm. interesting little thing well, I guess apparently, like lost slamming Eric the Red. <laughs> yes, that guy. Uh, there was, well, there was, um, I guess a dispute between uh, Scot monuments, the you know Scottish Department of Monuments, whatever <laughs> sure. they're called, and the Orkney Council, because the monuments people that wanted Orkney to spend all this money to build like a walkway over the road or dig a tunnel like a pedestrian tunnel under the road. Because right. they didn't want people just walking across the road to get to this the burial thing, which is, was like that forever. That's how, yeah. you know, there was a little welcome center. You went in, you paid some money because they had a guide. So you had to, you know, you had to, people were getting paid. So you paid some money and then you walked across the maze and you went inside and they got a little, you got a little tour of it from this person. And it was fine. It's Orkney. There is a road there, but, and I mean, and the road is 60 miles an hour, but all the roads on the island are 60 miles an hour. So, you know, just when there's no traffic coming, you walk across and then you go and see Maisel. Uh But I guess that wasn't good enough. So then they like they made they made um, they made uh, Orkney shut. They had to shut down their welcome center, right. and then they had to do everything at a school down the street where they could have buses go in, and then you would get on a bus. So you'd have to pay to get in and pay for your bus ride, and then you have to take the bus back up the road. But then you still have to get off the bus and cross. <laughs> So the whole thing is ridiculous. And so that it, Viking ghosts laughing at this. It wasn't even work. It wasn't even open when we were there anyway. And I guess that's better for the site. You know, it's not going to get worn down over time by people clon- mm-hmm. clonking around, clumping around on it. So, um, and and the night we went to the Brock of Bercy, we also went to the Ring of Broadgar, which is a which is a standing stone circle, mostly intact. Not all of them are there, but about a third of them are missing. But a lot of them are there still. And then there's also the Standing Stone. So we just went to both of those, just to look around. And then on the Saturday, we went to the the newest thing there, the which is called the Nessa Brodgar. And Nessa is like an archipelago or, okay. or a, like a piece that kind of separates two bodies of water. And so in the midst of this Ness is a, a ginormous complex of buildings that were built around 3500 BC. Some later, some are like around that time though. And... They have done about one-tenth of the excavation of the site, and they already have so much stuff to sort through that they're, it's going to take them about 30 to 40 years to go through all the stuff they've already like uncovered. Oh, wow. So the basic one they're going to do is next year they're going to do one more, one more season of digging, and then it's all going to be covered up again, and they just not do anything with it until they get through all this backlog of stuff they have. Because okay. there's just no point. They, they don't have enough manpower nice. or per, piece, you know, person power to to get through this 
get through get through all the stuff that they have right now. Person so. power. So they're letting women touch these. Yes, things women now are too? women. Women are there as well. All right. Yeah, unless they're uh, things unless, have changed. Unless man. it's their monthly visit, then of course they're not allowed there. They, they have to go sit in a special chair. But just because they might attract lions, <laughs> that's a problem. So yeah, that's why there's always been a just doing research, and all of a sudden, rawr, I'm like, oh wow, <laughs> this was the. Yeah, we are two two guys doing a podcast. <laughs> You're correct. I hope you You're realize correct. we're being ironic, and you know, I'm just making fun of that kind of thinking. Ain't no irony no more. No, I- all no irony. Away. It's all the way. Yeah, to all... quote like Steve Martin from Roxanne, uh, I wish I'd paid better attention to Roxanne, the movie. No, That's... he doesn't say that. Okay. He says, uh, oh, we don't have irony here. Uh, we used to. It didn't work out. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope that our listeners are more sophisticated than the people oh, of that so small town. Oh, so sophisticated, yeah. Except that for Chris just, Roberts. The, <laughs> Chris Roberts. Unsophisticated, yeah. Sh- surely. He's making feels. like lasagna pie for dessert. Crazy. <laughs> Makes no sense. Sounds like something an Italian would do. <laughs> and he's not being ironic. No, no, I'm being racist. Yeah, still, no, I don't even know it's racist. I don't think it's racist. Just bigoted. I think it's bigoted, mild yeah. bigotry. Yeah, just by, loose, not loose, mild at all. It's loose, more. ill-informed bigotry. I think you mean. I wi- think all wild bigotry, bigotry is ill-informed, probably. But yeah, mm, yeah, no. Nah. Really? What's well-informed bigotry? <laughs> what is a gl- don't put me on the spot? Well, don't contest the <laughs> the premise. I disagree. Why? <laughs> Shut up! I don't want to say why. I was I was le- I was giving you an opening to uh, to, to apologize expect- to make amends <laughs> to explore. Yeah, when they uh, yeah, this is what's going to get yeah. me not the Order of Canada. <laughs> They're about to put it on me, and then yeah, yeah. wait. Yeah, I have a mm-hmm. document. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what is it? It's letters to Santa. What the hell? Why <laughs> you bringing that in? I don't know. It's just something you do on your show every stop, so often. Stop so many people from getting the Order of Canada. Yeah, and if you don't get the Order of Canada, you get the Order of Canada. Yep, it's terrible. So then. Um, yeah, so at the site we had the tour guide was really good though. Like I'd say the odor of Canada is French fries. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Why? I think it's uh, universally liked. I think from uh, mm-hmm. West Coast to East Coast, like definitely you got your poutine, uh, but you also got your just your Bud the Spud uh, <laughs> yeah. situation, you know, in uh, Nova Scotia. I think uh, I th- I, th- I think they like a French fry in Alberta. I think there are very few places that would not like a, a nice uh, chip yeah. or French fry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's the odor of Canada. Okay. What would you say the odor of Canada would be? Are you going to go maple, maple syrup? syrup? Yeah. Yeah, but that, and not everyone likes that. I know. I hate it. Well, there you go. It's not the odor of Canada. <laughs> it is, though. No, it's very... Like how, what people associate how much more with... common is the smell of a French fry than the smell of maple Way syrup? Way more common. What do people associate, it with, associate us with? Maple syrup. And poutine. You think people yeah, associate Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a knee-jerk thing now. Okay. I mean, it's new, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's a new thing. So when you're saying they associate us with maple mm. syrup, like just loose maple syrup or like on yeah. a pancake or a... Just loose. Just loose wild, maple syrup. Wild maple syrup. Un, 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 just like on, untethered on maple syrup. Yeah, yeah, just wandering around wildly. Some guy trying to run through yeah, inches yeah. of maple syrup because <laughs> he didn't realize yeah. the time. The river. He didn't realize there's a river of maple yeah, syrup. Yeah, getting his shoes all sticky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It runs right by right through Ottawa. Okay. It freezes in the winter though. People ice skate on it. Well, this is okay. Listen, we're not getting to our question of the week yet, but yeah. when we do, yeah. one of the questions is, yeah. what's the odor of Canada? What's the odor? What of do you Canada? think Canada smells like? Yeah, yeah. Pine trees? Uh, I mean, to a degree, mm-hmm. not everywhere though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like like not where. 
like uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just picture like is I guess the Yukon would be pine tree. Do you think like Northwest Territory? Oh, yeah, is that'd pine be, tree? yeah, yeah, have pine trees for sure. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, if you're gonna argue like the prairies, but the thing is, is like they're surrounded. I am by, gonna argue with the pra- the prairies, but yeah. they're gonna, they're surrounded by pine trees, so even the the smell wafts over them. Mm. So flat. All right. There's nothing to stop the smell. So of Dave pine is going for pine trees covered in maple syrup, and I'm going for. <laughs> Uh, French fries. French fries, is being, yeah. Because that's also the odor of America. I think it's French fries with uh, Saint Hubert um, uh, dipping sauce. Man, I was so I was so upset. Like when we were at the airport in Montreal, there was a uh, Saint Hubert. Yeah, Saint Hubert there, but it was on the other side of the security thing. Oh. So you, I, we could only look at it from where we were. We did eat at a nice restaurant, but it was. Was that the uh, smoked meat sandwich? Yeah, or, yeah, good. Yeah, it was good. I wish that Lisa got the smoked meat sandwich and then I got the poutine, but we both got the smoked meat sandwiches, which was a dumb, was a dumb mistake on our part. Yeah, a too damn much rookie smoke, mistake. Too much uh, smoked meat. It's the same thing. Like, why would you? You shouldn't order the same thing at a restaurant. One of you should order something different than the other person. If you're sharing, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're husband and wife. We share everything. Okay, we have a different marriage. <laughs> yes, wife. you and I have a different marriage. That's yeah. true. <laughs> We've got a podcast marriage. Yeah, it's a different yeah. thing. So I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh yeah. So anyway, the Nessa Brodgar. So. Yeah, we went to we went to that, but we had to leave before it was over because here's the thing. Oh, it, this was the frustrating part. We were gonna go in the morning to the eleven o'clock. So there was eleven o'clock talk. Sorry, eleven o'clock talk. I'm playing with a plastic case. Yeah, he's pointing at me a lot. A, a, a eleven o'clock. Now I'm getting double. A fingers. one o'clock. A three o'clock. You know, tour of the site. All right. So we we're gonna go to the eleven o'clock because we need to be somewhere at two. Okay. So we're going to the eleven o'clock. Sounds makes sense. Lisa says, "Let's go into town. We'll stop in Kirkwall on the way through." To the nest, so I said, right. "Okay, cool." So we stop in, we stop in Orkney. I the was town gonna... is underwater until nine a.m. <laughs> and then it starts coming back. At That's noon. right. The uh, we went to the bookstore there because I wanted to get a book. I was gonna, I was trying to buy the book, and my credit card got refused. Oh, boo! So then I was like, "Well, what the heck? I can't be like, honestly, where I like, I cannot be. I cannot have paid more than what's on my card. Like, I can't be over, like, okay. over whatever the thing is, over my credit limit." And did you have any cash on you as well? I didn't have any cash on me. Oh. I didn't use any cash in the entire trip, actually. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. I just paid with the credit card. Um, but I went to... So I, I thought, well, let's, we have to go back home because I need to look at my bank stuff just to make sure to see what's happening with the card. And we can only do that with your own Wi-Fi. You can't do that, like, in the street. Right. So we, we got in the car and we went back to where we're staying with Lisa's uncle and just got on the Wi-Fi and checked. And everything was fine. Like, I still had lots of money left on it. Yeah. And just... I thought, well, I'll just make certain I'll just pay down what I owe for this next month. So I just paid a little early, paid down, and then I and then I gave them a call, and then they answered the phone. They're like, "Oh, uh, you buying the, this book? Flag, got flagged, and so the card got blocked." Right, because the book was how to scam, <laughs> scam your bank, <laughs> and they knew that. Yeah, so, yeah. Identity theft and you. <laughs> Identity theft. The easy yeah. way. Yeah. So then, yeah, they, they had to unblock my card. So if I hadn't called, they it would have been blocked. For I don't know how long until I called, I guess. It would be the EZ way so, now that I'm thinking about it because of where you were. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And Canada also says Z, by the way, if you're a proper Canadian, not a fake Canadian. Yeah. So then that screwed our 11 o'clock appointment. Oh, boo. So we had to go to the 1 o'clock one at, at or not 11 o'clock appointment. Books ruin everything. It's <laughs> not books, it's a bank. Mm. But anyway, so then we went to 1 o'clock, but we had to leave early because we had to go watch Lisa's cousin's daughter ride a horse <laughs> at... Yep. At the the Orkney Riding Club, so we went over there and we watched her and some other people ride. Yeah. And it was it was there. Fun. They call them uh, horse knees. 
They were... In Orkney, they're called horse knees. Horse knees? Yeah. Okay, thanks. So, so they went to the Orkney horse knee. I think I would know this because I went there. So we went yeah. to the Orkney horse knee riding club <laughs> and watched some riding. And there were really nice horses there. Like, there really were some nice horses. With very thick accents. And yeah, but it was so weird. Like, when it was over, they're, they're like, oh, do you want to come into the, the, the lunchroom or whatever? And we're like, oh, okay. And we went in there. And it just had, like, all these snacks. Like, so many snacks. Right. And so I was like eating like some chocolate bark, and then I had a cupcake, and then I had some some uh, like some um, Haribo, you know, like the little yep. package of stuff. Had some of that, and then I don't know else. So I had some chips. <laughs> it was like so much stuff there. I couldn't, you know, I was just like, okay, I better stop eating. This is crazy. So then, and then I guess later on they had even more. And then they but said we to you, there for that. "Could you tell what they all had in common?" Like, no, they're all made of horse. They're all yeah. made of horse. Yeah. Horse knee. Horsey. Yeah. Well, one day when they make them into food, oh, they call okay. it horse. <laughs> Otherwise, the kids clue in and go, what? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's kids. So, uh, yeah, that was but that was fun, too. It's just fun to do things that you you might do in real, like normal life here in Canada, but it's just fun to do it somewhere else, just to kind of experience it through their through their lens, through their, through, you know, through their um, life. And, yeah, but mostly we, like, visited aunts, uncles. We stayed, we stayed with an uncle. We visited aunts. We Lisa's one aunt was turned ninety, so we went to right. her thing, and yeah, it was fun. The only problem is all these aunts kept their house at like four million degrees, so you'd go inside, have a conversation, and you'd just be like, "Yeah, how's everything?" Every time I fell asleep, <laughs> what is everyone been talking? So yeah, that's also relatives. Is that relatives, relatives will live. put you to sleep? Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> yeah, sure. It will let If you're going to a birthday party for a 90 year old yeah. uh, person, yeah. uh, you're gonna you're gonna fall asleep. And you know what? That's no, a sign. No, that of, was that was. Fun. That's a sign of respect. That was fun because because they see you falling asleep and go like, now I feel good if I fall asleep because yeah. I'm falling asleep like a young man does. <laughs> it's there like were it's all fun. There were young people at the or reasonably young people at the the party as well. Younger than you. Younger than me. Were they staying awake? They were staying awake. They'll learn. <laughs> They'll see what it's what it's like. Later. It was more in the one on one that I was tired, but or the, yeah. the Lisa and I were talking to Ant situation. But yeah, no, it was great. I actively have to fight to stay awake during movies now when I'm out because it's just too comfortable now. They made the chairs way too comfortable. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, oh, I fell I fell deep asleep. I think I mentioned during Mission Impossible. Oh, like, you did? Oh, yeah. Like afterwards, uh, uh, Pia and Vicky were talking about uh, the car chase scene and just yeah. like how incredible it was. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I look forward to seeing that one day, like just out, oh, just man. gone. Yeah, oh. so sleepy. And I was worried that I was making noises. They're like, no, you're a very quiet oh, sleeper. Good. I was that's like, good. oh, good oh, for that's me. Lucky. That's lucky. Yeah. I know. I'd get a poke if I was like snoring. <laughs> you hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I stayed awake for uh, Barbie, which was good. I was worried. I was like, oh, it's going to be pink and soothing and I'm going to go to sleep. I was like, nope, stay awake. So good for me. Huh. I did go see. Um, I did go see Mission Impossible in England because I was afraid, and I was right. I was afraid they would miss it on IMAX if I didn't see it oh, okay. in England. And I was right because it's no, it's no longer How was in the, the car IMAX chase theater. Pretty good. Really good. Yeah, I heard good things. Yeah, yeah, it was really well I paced. I think I probably incorporated it into my dream a little bit, so <laughs> I've half seen it. You've probably seen it. It had horse knees driving the cars. <laughs> but anyway, I'll get I'll get to that in a minute. Sure. I'll get to that experience in a minute. Is it is the case now that all movies are part one? Like it feels like every yeah. movie you get to and just like end of part but, one. But the thing is, Who's, who can was? I just can I give them props though for saying it was part one and not sneaking <laughs> it up on us like Spider Verse did, where you get to the end of the movie and this is like to be continued. Like, well, thanks for telling us. 
or Dune did the same thing. Yeah, it's the whole movie. It's the whole movie. And Is Fast it the whole and movie? The Furious. That was the one that really surprised me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh? I didn't. I didn't watch that one. But that was one nice thing. I'll just say, and I, we will get back to your story. Sure, sure. But like, uh, uh, Barbie was a uh, just its own movie. And as far as yeah, I, know, I, want, I want to see the same lot. with Oppenheimer. Well, you know, I love Greta Gerwig. Like, well, you've made the bomb, <laughs> and then turns to the audience. What now? Well, and, then, and then wink, and then a spinning question mark, and then it's like uh, Oppenheimer two coming out in two years. People, people have been complaining that movie is long, the Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer film, and I feel like people don't understand that that the atomic bomb isn't the isn't the climax, or it's a climactic part of the film. But there's another part of Oppenheimer's experience that carries on after the bomb. Mm. Uh, the movie also details, and so there's like that's not like the end of the movie. Like we built the atomic bomb. Yeah. The end. Yep. Oppenheimer, fat man, stay tuned next year for a little boy. <laughs> yeah. So the movie, you know, also details like all the political turmoil sure. that has happened to him after. And I guess people aren't really there for that. Yeah. They're just kind of like, I, oh. ha- I have become death, the destroyer of worlds. And the guy turns and goes, yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> shut up. It's my thing. <laughs> it's a hey, what are you guys doing? You becoming death, destroyer of worlds? Yeah, I did that this morning. <laughs> hey, shut up. It's my, it's, this is my deal. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay, fine. I guess you, you can become death, destroyer of worlds. <laughs> oh, please continue. Did you really say that? Yeah, people say he did. It's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird thing to say. Yeah. I need, need context. I mean, you know, I it was a weird s- time. I have to go see know? the movie and get some context. Sure. Yeah. But They bring out a little bouncing ball and you say it along mm, with him. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Let's hear you in the back. <laughs> I am become death, destroyer of worlds. One more time. I am become death, destroyer of worlds. Just the guys. I am become death, destroyer of worlds. Just the handsome guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not you, Tim. I am become death. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they do that in the film. No. Just the dogs. Just the mutes. <laughs> That's a weird thing to watch on your own. Our old cartoons that have the uh, the bouncing ball, the bouncing ball, because you got to sing. Well, you feel like you're supposed to be singing, but you're by yourself, and you're like, nah, you know. And then the cartoon characters turn and look at you, yeah, and just confusingly, go, and they just go, "We can fucking see you." <laughs> that is scary. Yeah, that's the worst part of it. Do you know? Do you know how we got in this cartoon? We didn't sing along. Mm. Learn from our mistake. <laughs> Too late. I become death, destroyer of worlds. <laughs> Just the Scottish <laughs> women. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't make a trill, can you? I can trill. I can trill. How dare you? You can trill? But that's like a backwards trill, right? Where do you want it? Yeah, front. front, front, front oh, you can do it. Okay. Yeah. There must be someone else I'm thinking about. Yeah, you might. Maybe your other friend, Ian. <laughs> My other friend, Ian. <laughs> Throwing that at me. You can't. Anyway, um, oh yeah, so when we left the island, we made a, I think we were a little ambitious because we decided that we were going to drive all the way from Orkney down to Ron's in one day. So that was the Monday. How long a drive is it? Not including the drive to the ferry or the ferry ride itself. It was 11 hours. Ooh, that's long. Driving. Yeah. Did you do the lost joke halfway through and go, we've got to go back to the island? (laughs) No, I no, didn't. Okay, right, okay. Never seen. I've never seen Lost. Is right. that an actual joke in the? That is. A, that is like one of the episodes does end with oh. uh, them. Yeah, after they've gotten off the. Island, oh, okay. Like we got to go back to the island. And they go back. Yeah, idiots. Classic so guess... mistake. Well, they did that with Gilligan as well. Oh, is that he right? He did go back to the island and got stuck. 
Uh, the first time, yes. And okay. the second time, they opened a resort and started a... It was going to be a spinoff show called The Castaways. Okay. Yeah. And no one wanted to see that, because what's the point? Because what's the point? Yeah. And you go like, do you still have that giant spider? Because yeah. you better clear that thing out, because it's going to start eating people. And there's also... Look, me guys. There's headhunters. Yeah. If they did it like... People are murdering people here and taking their heads. <laughs> what did you start a resort here for? Where is this? <laughs> well, they cut... I'm sure they got... They, they hired the giant spider... You know, he's to be the bartender. Bartender, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you look sad, Mac. Tell me your problems. Yeah, come on the end of this web. <laughs> like, Don't do it. He's trying to eat you. Nah, you're ruining my fun. Anyway, I do make drinks out of my ass. What? <laughs> oh, a nice cold web, web teeny. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, could they have done it like a love boat style thing? Where like they had like it was like, like a love boat. Oh, thing. so they had like well-known like yeah actors. Celebrity going. guests were supposed to come every week. That was the <sighs> idea behind the castaways. But then yeah. would like oh, sorry would Gil? I think I just kicked you. Would Gilligan like ruin it for them? Uh, was you that know, the gag? I don't they do the they do the bit. You know, they yeah. do like you know, you know what's what's their deal? Well, they're kind of on the outs since you know their uh, kids have gone to school. Yeah. But they're trying to respark the old marriage, and yeah. uh, they think it might be a good idea to you know whatever, <laughs> fucking whatever. It's like uh, Gilligan, why don't you help them? Oh, all right, I'll help them, and then he helps them and fucks it up. But in fucking it up, they fall in love again. And yeah, yeah. Fine. Oh, okay. And then if it's like Fantasy Island, then they fight the devil. Ooh. Then the devil shows up and goes rock. <laughs> I will take your soul. I was like, well, why are you going to the vacation resort with the devil on it? It's got issues. Interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, you're driving eight Yeah, we're driving hours. So it's just one of the things where I thought it was eight and a half hours, and I was ready. I thought that's not so bad, eight and a half hours. Right. And then we punched in the thing on the, the old Google Maps, and the Google Maps said 11 hours. And then I went, I can't get there oh, from here. Oh, my God. So we're driving down, and there's this one great moment during our drive down where... You know, sometimes Google Maps, will, I don't know if you know, but sometimes Google Maps will say, uh, you know, alternate route could save you seven minutes or whatever. Sure. You're like, things have changed. Go for it. Cool. And so, you know, and I guess maybe there must have been some plug up on the motorway because it took us off into nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like we turned off, went went to, you know, we turned to our right, went into this little village. And suddenly we're not, we're not on like major roads or anything. We're driving like little tiny country roads. And then it gets even worse. They just like, one lane roads like one Ooh. there's like if anyone's coming you like have to pull over and go through the weeds a little bit and then and it, it just got like worse and worse <laughs> and it, we're just like what kind of shortcut is this this feels like everyone that we were you know that we're going straight when we turned off and we're thinking like suckers they're all like home now we're still like driving through this and then we finally get around and we get to the motorway and it just takes us off like not even is it like it's obviously an entrance to the motorway but not like an entrance to the motorway it's just like a road that has stopped where the motor <laughs> motorway is and we had to like go across two lanes of traffic going Oof. in one direction so we could get to the the traffic that was going in our direction like so we had to Yikes. wait until a break in both sides of the traffic yeah 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 which was and then but luckily when we got there it was actually pretty good so i just like pulled out but then and that's the legal way to do it yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and then and then uh so we're pulling out and then uh the problem was though, uh, head standard. I'm shifting with you know with my left hand, which is not usual. And so I went to shift, and I you know and I missed my shift. And so I went too too high a gear. And so I'm trying to speed up. And instead of speeding up, I just kind of went you know pull out, and then it's went like, 
<laughs> so I was so worried about this car is going to come slamming into yeah, the back yeah, of our car yeah. as we like start going, oh my God. And I'm trying to like find the gear. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was great. And then, on, and then when we were driving, when we were getting closer to home, it got dark out and then it was, and the lights in this car were not very good on a rental car. And a rental car was nice. It was like a, a rabbit, uh, not a rabbit, uh, a VW Golf was what it was. And so it's like a hatchbacky kind of thing. And it was nice, but I found the, shifting kind of hard like like it didn't there wasn't like like my car when you want to go into third you just like know where third is and maybe it's, i've been driving it for a while so maybe that's helped but it seemed like that from the get-go this car could never find out like first where are you in third this felt so sloppy but um and then also the lights but it turns out this is the first time we drove at night and the lights weren't very good. So we really couldn't see very well. And you're driving on roads you've never driven on before. So you don't know where the curve is. You don't know anything where you're going. And some of the times there'd be like none of the like cat's eyes to show where the, the dividing line is. And you're driving along a, like a, a road where people are coming towards you as well. Uh, not The part we were was like two lanes and then there's another two lanes. But yeah, people are coming around. And so the lights are shining in your eyes and your, our lights are terrible. And so that made it kind of awful. And then when we turned off this to start going towards... Uh, you know where we were staying um it was like turn right so we turned off and then it, right away it's like turn right but we had missed it already it told us to turn right mm-hmm. we already passed it and plus we couldn't see it because we couldn't see anything with the lights and so we ended up going along and then it's like make a left turn so we made a left turn onto this tiny once again one lane road and we're just driving along that and i'm just like oh my god this is terrible and then up in front of us is uh is like truck lights I'm like, oh my god! So then I I turned into a driveway, just so I could go past us. And then I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. I'm like, what's going on? Is it not? Going? So then I backed out. Yeah. And then as I'm backing out, I I uh, back into like the grass behind <laughs> behind because it's just this tiny little road. And so I just went like bump. And I was like, oh no! So then I was really frustrated because I was frustrated about having to drive down this road. I was frustrated by the truck. Then I then I was like worried that I damaged the car because then it's a rental car. And so then I was just like, oh my God. So then I was like mad and I just, let's just go back and find the way to go. So I just went back and we turned onto the proper road and, and found our way home. Although I did make another wrong turn. <laughs> it's like so frustrating. I'm like, turn here. Don't turn here. What? what? Come on, thing. So uh, we did get home though. We did, after 11 hours and, you know, then you're all keyed up, you know, so you can't go to bed right away. So you're blabbing. But it was fine. It was all fine. Everything was good. It was good. But the Mission Impossible. So okay. there's like a giant mall that they, they built nearby where we where we stay in, in England. And so it's called Rushton Lakes. And there's like a big lake there. And they built this mall by it. And so you have this like like a nature trail around this lake. So you can like go to the mall, go to walk around the lake. And there's like uh, when times when, it, you know, like during um, part of the summer, they'll, there's like a water park for kids okay. and stuff. So they have that there as well. And then, you know, then they have like malls. And it's one of those kind of newer malls where... It, where you have to be outside. It's not covered. So you walk along the kind of, there are walk, there are covered walkways, but you walk along the walkways to the various places. And they had like a really nice magazine store there. And I went to the bookstore and stuff. And then um, I noticed there was an IMAX theater there, like mm. a movie theater that had an IMAX. And I was like, oh, well, we're going to see Mission Impossible. I said to Lisa, just like that. I didn't say, do you want to see Mission Impossible? I said, oh, we're going to go see Mission Impossible because I was just so worried that it wouldn't, they would get knocked out of the theaters by Oppenheimer, that it, the IMAX theaters would all become Oppenheimer-based. Right, that was uh, Tom Cruise's problem. Was it? He was very upset about that. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think they even showed it in IMAX uh, here, The Mission Impossible. Or oh, really? If not, if, if so, it was, it was only like in for a short time. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I got 
booted out really quickly. So we went there and saw it. And it was it was really fun. Like it was really like a good theater and everything. And mm-hmm. it was like nice seats and and although they didn't recline, which I I kind of oh. like seats that recline. I don't like the kind that have like the that are like lazy boy recliners where you like they lean back and then the thing lifts your legs up and stuff. I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Very the much. Barbie ones we were we were in uh, did recline too too much and were just smashing us in the knees. The people in front <laughs> oh, really? of us oh, was that's like, the, okay, that's not great. Nope, it's like you're on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's really and the movie was really good, mm-hmm. really good. Like it just did it just knows like well Christopher McQuarrie knows like it's it's weird like you know he wrote. The Usual Suspects. Everyone loved it. And they're just like, you got to make a movie. And he said, sure. How about The Way of the Gun? And everyone said, no, <laughs> not The Way of the Gun. And so he did not make another movie from The Way of the Gun until he did, I guess, the next Mission the Mission Impossible film with Tom Cruise. Okay. That must have been the next. It was after Ghost Protocol. Uh, the one after Ghost Protocol. Because he worked on Ghost He worked on the script. For, he, did the, he did the rewrites for Ghost Protocol. Okay. And then he... Because Tom Cruise loved his work on something else that he did. I think... Um, was it Rogue something, the next one? Was the next it? one is Rogue Nation. That's right. Rogue that's, Nation, yeah. That's the next... That's a Christopher McQuarrie one that he directed, that one. Yeah. And then he did the Reacher The film. next one is Rouge Nation, if I'm getting it right. <laughs> I've only seen it written. I've never heard it. You just slept through that film as well. Yeah. Uh, then, But they also did the Reacher film together. Okay. The first one, which is the good one. Not the second one, which is the bad one. And then, yeah, of course, then he did. Of course, then he did Fallout, and then he's done this new one, Dead, Reckon- Dead Reckoning. But yeah, it's just weird because he's a really good director, I think. And I didn't. I thought Way of the Gun was fine. I didn't understand why it was like I a, haven't seen it. a career ender. Uh, it's kind. Of, it's a '90s. It's a '90s film with guns in it. And you know, I think as soon as you say that to someone, you should go like, "Oh yeah, I know what you mean." <laughs> so, oh yeah, one of those. Okay, they were just like really like Hong Kong movies. Yeah, they really liked Hong Kong films at that time. Um, People shooting guns with two hands. Yep, that's what you get. That's that's the movie. That's I do a remember 90s movie. the first time I ever saw that, but it was in uh, Lethal Weapon, the first Lethal Weapon film. Oh, okay. and it was yeah, whatever, the Mel. Uh, I want to say Mel Brooks. That's not right. Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson character. Yeah. yeah, shooting with two guns. Oh, I don't remember that in that. It was like, hey, that looks cool. Yeah, yeah. At the time, I don't remember that being in Lethal Weapon. Oh, it's interesting because I saw it. I just remember like when Hard Boil came out, like the, the all the gung fu. The gun fu in that movie, you're just like, wow, this is amazing. Like some of the stuff they're doing, like the two, yeah. the two gun stuff and all that. Did you know? Nope. This is a brief aside, but did you know in Hard Boiled? Do you know that elevator scene when they're going through the hospital? Mm, probably would know to see it, but I've seen Hard Boiled. Okay, like so in the film, there's a scene where they're they go on the they go on the elevator and they're going floor to floor and they're they're fighting yeah. and clearing off the floor. It's all it's the same it's the same floor every time. Oh, they would just fight, 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 get back in the elevator. They would reset. Yeah. Like on on in oh, the good trick. in the moment, reset it all, and then they'd come out again, and they would do it. Yeah, it was. Really I like f- it. Yeah, yeah. There's a good uh, video game uh, based on that. That's like a oh. sort of a sequel video game. Oh, cool. Yeah, you get to play in that style and slow mo and do all this stuff. And yeah, yeah, I forget what the name of it is, but yeah, they they scanned the the main actor in there as well, and it got all the uh, John Woo, uh, yeah. you know, approval. And <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah, Chow Yun Fat. Yeah, is the actor. There you go. And Tony Leung. Um, anyway, so yeah, we went and saw Mission Impossible and I had British popcorn. Sorry about that. I liked it. There's no butter. That's fine. I got the... Get butter. I got Listen, the mixed. Hey, England. <laughs> butter. I got the mixed one because you can get like a yeah. sa- kind of a salty yeah. one and you can get a sweet one. Oh, I know. I, I, I liked lived, it. I lived in fucking uh, England for a month and uh, that was the worst part. It was just popcorn there. <laughs> it's fine. Isn't it kind of like Chicago popcorn or something? Isn't it like a kind of popcorn you get that's sweet and... 
has like sweet well, Chicago and popcorn is caramel and cheese. Oh, okay. So it's that's cheese, not what popcorn, I'm, and caramel. That's not popcorn. what I'm thinking of. Then you're thinking of kettle corn. Yeah, kettle corn, but but with like a mix with salt and sweet. Yeah, kettle corn that's, is that's kind of kettle. Yeah, kettle corn does lean more towards the sweet, but you yeah. can get it with a bit of salt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why? Why do you think they're so anti butter? I don't like know. They, they must have tried it and gone, "This is delicious." No thanks. <laughs> like they, I mean, Maybe listen, they, they don't do a great job with pizza. Not like the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at least they're giving it a shot, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. they're they're aiming for the same target as the rest sure. of us, and not going. We're not putting no pepperoni on this. Uh, no, we no thank you cheese. But like when it comes to popcorn, they're just ignoring. Yeah, you know what makes popcorn popcorn? I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, why. I mean I love butter on popcorn as well. So of course you do. I'm not gonna argue. That's with how you. you have it. Yeah. You ever had but like I, actual corn? But corn? I like you I put like butter on that as well. I, I thought that was just fine. What do you think their objection is? It's just too sticky? It's not proper? They yeah. don't like cleaning the floor? Like, I get that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you already, like, got uh, enormous things of Coke. You've, you've, you've gone down that road. <laughs> and so you're getting sticky floors anyway. You're, yeah. you've, you know, that ship has sailed. What's wrong? Yeah. I thought so, that was fine, though. I didn't mind it. That's, but, yeah, it just makes no sense to me. And why is the, uh, the, the movies cost so much there? Pray yeah. say. Well, I mean... Even if it's they're not like, theater, guys. Even if they're like normal prices, it's still like the exchange makes it so expensive too. True. It just doubles the price for you, and you're just like, oh I my just, god! I just remember seeing the second GI Joe movie and like coming out of that oh, and just like, going, "Whoa, like that a, was like too much for what that was for yeah. a movie that killed all the GI Joes off the top." <laughs> the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm getting good value here. That's a lot of GI Joes, and they're dead. Well, fuck off. But no, but you, you, my you get the best. You get the best GI Joes in the, in the, in the next part of it, though, because you got Lady J and you got uh, Snake Eyes, and then Joe himself lives through it. Okay, uh, Tatum doesn't uh, doesn't live through it. Oh no, that's right, he doesn't. He didn't want to be in that movie. No, but Joe, you're thinking Joe. Bruce Willis was Joe. Oh, Bruce Willis was Joe. That's right. Yeah, I'm right. the original Joe, which would have been great if it was really tiny, like a very small well, he, version. He, if it was just the restaurant, original Joe's. Isn't that a restaurant? <laughs> sure. Is it a restaurant? Yeah. Okay. It's just a very obscure cut. No, wait a second. Bruce Willis would be bigger because the original Joes were bigger and okay. the new Joes are small. Yeah. That's how that goes. Oh, you're talking about the original dolls. Yeah, G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe dolls when yeah. uh, we were young uh, fellows. Yeah, we had cool ones. We were fucking cool ones. They articulated a lot. They kung fu gripped. Even the even their bicep articulated for some reason. <laughs> Didn't just twist like a little bit like our arms do. They twist it all the way around. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of twist. Yeah. That's good. Those are good dolls. They Damn can, right. Did you mention they had Kung Fu Grip? I, did I imagine they did? Did you mention that? I did, yes. Okay. Yes, they did have... Some had Kung Fu Grip, not all of not them. Not all of them. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But if it did, it was handy for cl- going along the clothesline. <laughs> That's you, true. You put them on the clothesline, then you just yeah. wheel <laughs> the clothesline out, and then they, and then they get hanging out there, and then suddenly, oh my God, it's starting to wiggle because there's an earthquake, and then they fall down. Oh my gosh, yeah. this is terrible. And then they land on uh, your sister's Barbie doll, <laughs> and uh, Barbie goes, one day I'll be a good movie. And I'm like, shut up, says G.I. Joe. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll have a good movie one I didn't, day. I didn't mind G.I. Joe uh, Retaliation. Was that the second one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was fun. I think I also saw... Yeah, I saw Snake Eyes. It had Jonathan Price in it. Snake Eyes is not a good movie. No, and Snake Eyes also like uh, did the same joke that uh, uh, we did in a little short uh, f- film of mm. us once upon a time. Oh, okay. Which is the grab the thing from my oh, hand. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 It was like, uh, when we were watching it, we were, uh, they can't possibly be doing this joke. <laughs> they did that joke. <laughs> yeah, and also, uh, there was a giant snake that lived under the compound. And it was just like, nope, 
Yeah. Nope, that's a problem. You built you first of all that you live in a world with gigantic snakes and we're just like breezing past that. Two that you went like there's giant snakes. We should build the stuff on top of the yeah, compound. Yeah, yeah. It's like what does the snake eat? Are there giant mice? Yeah. Like what's going on here? Is that a mystical snake? Is it a real snake? Uh, yeah. I've got a lot it's of not problems. Clear. It's not clear, is it? It's real not clear. That's not a good movie. Unlike J. Joe Retaliation. And the first, Which is good until Bruce Willis is in it, then it gets boring. Yeah, the first the first GI Joe movie is uh, bananas, and so I'm okay yeah. with that one. Yeah, they're both they're both kind of bananas. The fight scene in the canyon with Snake Eyes and the other yeah. ninja people. Yeah, that's, that's the fun. one. That's fun. That's the good fight scene. Yeah. Like that should be in a, another movie. Yeah, that scene. That's fine. Yeah, do that. Yeah. The uh, as I think I've mentioned before, I went and saw the most recent uh, Transformers film, and uh, it's okay. It's fine. It's legitimately you, fine. You really liked it, though, when you talked to me before. Yeah, yeah, it's legitimately fine. No, no, you did not say it was legitimately fine. You, said, say? It was, you said it was probably one of the greatest films you've ever seen in your life. Huh, that's interesting. That yeah, I would have yeah. said that. I, I was surprised. Are you sure this is not the same person you were mistaking me for earlier? Again, your other <laughs> yeah. friend, Ian? No, no, when you said it to me, you actually, you actually said it in a Scottish accent. Oh, well, so then that's clearly... This is the greatest film I've ever seen in my life. That is, that is yeah. how I normally talk when I'm You would love mic. Transformers... Yeah. Rise of the Beasts. You'll see a gorilla turn into a robot. And you're like, <laughs> you will which see is a gorilla. A gorilla. What's, what's the benefit? Like, yeah. if you're, I get that if you're a robot and you turn into a car, now you can drive fast. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a robot. Yeah. And now you turn into a gorilla. Yeah. Are you a stronger robot? Like, what's the plus? <laughs> it's kind of odd. It is. It is odd. <laughs> you know why? You know why? What's the plus is that boys like it. Little boys like it. Hmm. That's what's yeah. That's about selling toys. It is really. Yeah, it really is. So yeah, Mission Impossible, great film. Was the best part of your trip? It wasn't the best part of the trip, but I really enjoyed it. So okay. it was a good part of the trip for sure. All right, rank your top three best parts of the trip, and it's not just time oh, spent with your do wife. That, Don't do that. Was, Don't do that nonsense. It was time spent with my wife. Ugh. We really had, and the friends we made along the we way. We really had. I mean, you know what was great about it. But seeing family was the best part of it. I know. That's the best part of it. (laughs) Okay, fine. But, you know, but in reality, what was the best part? In terms of like... Friendship and uh, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Okay, but put that aside. Now, what's the best thing you saw? The three best things you saw. Like, I mean, water coming up around your feet while you're running across a bridge and you could have died. That was exciting. That was fine. That's good. We couldn't die, but that was fun. You couldn't die in the water? No, it wasn't deep enough to die. I mean, water's always deep enough, but no. It feels know. like if you've got a notice silly. saying call 999, if uh, you're well, yeah, trapped if you get here, trapped on there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, then, then, yeah, that, then you know, it's deep enough the to die. The level we were at was not dangerous, though, I'm saying. We were we were leaving in time. We were escaping. Okay. There was music playing, and it was going dun, 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 You know, we did choose to accept the mission, it's true. Did you hear that that's uh, the da, 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 is uh, Morse code for M I M I? Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Know that. Yeah. That very clever musical guy whose name is now jumped out of my head. Nope. Because he didn't want you to spell his name. He just wants you to know that. That's all he wanted you to know. Because he also did the music for Dirty Harry. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, best part of the trip. Ian asked me. Best thing to see. Okay, so someone's going. Well, we saw Canterbury Cathedral. Okay. And that's the first time we saw that. So I'll give that like a a really high mark on the thing because you know i've been to london before so going to london i'm just like yeah it's london okay it's, here's it's here's nice. how i'm gonna put it i like london uh, you got a friend who's going the same uh length same of way. time you did well and you gotta go i, I want to see three yeah, things yeah. what mm. three things do i see but here's the thing i can't see everything you saw i can only see here's three the things. thing we didn't go to see things okay 
Like, we did see some things on the way, but we didn't really go there for that. It was family. It was for family, yeah. We haven't been for 11 years. Yeah. Lisa's aunts you and wanna, uncles. You want to, again, stay in the will. We've lost aunts and uncles since we, have, since we haven't gone. Like, well, I feel bad about saying that will joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You really slapped but, me down hard on that. I did not mean to slap you down. It was more of the Italian thing I'm still mad about. Okay. But... And, and just to be clear. Yeah. The aunts and uncles that you've lost, they all died thinking they could make it across that passage in the water. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And most of them are Italian. Yeah. So we really, really shouldn't feel too bad about what you said. Mamma mia. <laughs> Mamma mia. My shoes How are going to leave Oh, no. <laughs> I should have called a na 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 Grab the pizza. We can float. What you say? You say call a na 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 No, don't call it a nana. She won't have. Na 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 What are you saying? Your accent, it sounds so stupid. I was like, call a nana. I'm called grandma. Not grandma. Na 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 what, Batman? No, I'm not seeing a yeah. Batman. Yeah. I'm saying call the time. Na, na, That's na, right. Oh, I'm going out to sea. Well, I called... Avenge me. <laughs> I called 999 and the guy went, Menomena. Anyway. And then you on the phone went, doot, 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 doot. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't think... like I, This is not the kind of trip where I would be like, I saw, saw the greatest thing. I mean, I went and saw Canterbury Cathedral. It is a great cathedral. Right. Like, it really is a beautiful place. Like, it was really impressive. You would say, uh, see the Scottish, uh, sorry, the Shopping Day uh, Parade. Yeah, of course. I love, I mean, that was, yeah. and that was a high, that was another high point for me. Sure. Seeing the Scottish. I love the Stromness Shopping Week Parade. I just, because it's not that I. Why is it called Shopping Week? Because it's like, this, they're trying to encourage people to come and shop in Stromness. Oh, okay. So that's the idea of it. So it's, it's, it's a, but outside of like that element of like, you know, the, uh, you know, the, whatever your rotarians or whoever the rotary club or whatever sure. trying to get Dermot business for their for their little community right because no one's using the rotary phones anymore so that's cut off the a rotary lot club of is weird, weird they invented the rotary phone yeah, yeah. posted on that for a couple yeah. of decades that's what they did and then all of a sudden touch yeah. touch tone phone yeah you know so people could do the da, da, yeah. da, 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 when people go on <laughs> and yeah. then uh, they do, lost do, all do, their money do, 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 do. right the um yeah, but the, the problem was... But that song isn't as popular in, yeah. in the UK. You know why? People don't like hot popcorn there. Because the the butter, there's, uh, the butter is yeah, not yeah. good. Yeah, that's right. Isn't the band's called Butter Hot Butter? I think the band is called... called it, the butter. song is called Popcorn. Yeah. The band is called Hot Butter. I think you're right. Even with the popularity really... of that band, <laughs> right. they still went, nah. <laughs> that's right. That fake band that didn't actually exist. Okay. Hot Butter. So... Uh, yeah, so what I love what I love about Shopping Week is the community element of it. That's sure. what really appeals to me. It's just the fact that it's a very small place, Stromness, and yet there's tons of people out to see this. Like, literally tons of people out to see it. Sure. And then the people who have made the floats have thrown so much of themselves into this whole thing. Like, you know, the amount of work they do to get the paint the floats and, you know, get them get all the trailers organized and, you know, build, you know, all of them had stuff on buckets, you know, like the, you know, so there are tractors that are pulling them and then they have like little, uh, little uh, platforms are in that the, are on the buckets raised right. up in the air. And, and it's just, you know, it's just great. I just love that. I just love that community spirit. I just, I really am a big fan. And it of gives that them a, of... it's nice when people have a crafty element. 
Yeah. Like if there's something where you can have a little fun. I mean, the the closest thing we got here is just Halloween. Yeah. Where like you know you get to like you know craft up your place and dress if up in want. an interesting yeah. way if you feel like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure shopping week isn't mandatory for people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that yeah. adds an element of fun sure, to, yeah. to 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 yeah. a kind of a, you know event. Yeah. Good for them. It's great. I mean, this is this great. Uh, you know, like I say, it's just like a, a bunch of people, and apparently it did kind of die down for a while. Uh, because those sort of things need to have organizers. They need people right. with that will to like get Passion. people, to call people, and com- convince them to to you know to call them every day, <laughs> three times a day. Right? Are you doing your float? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you one more question. Sure. Your favorite cousin? Go. Who was your favorite cousin that you saw over there? Yeah, favorite cousin. Inga. All right, sounds good. Favorite aunt? Anna, Anna Evelyn. Okay, how about That's favorite, the first first aunt favorite aunt. uncle? Well, we have to be Uncle Ronnie. All right, favorite uh, listener that you met? <laughs> that I met? That you met? That you uh, met when you were there? That I met when I was there? I met. You w- only met one. I only met one. I'm just trying to make up my mind. It's hard to decide. Um, I have to go with Chris Roberts. I guess. All right, sounds good. Uh, I'm going to work my way over to the letters. Okay, sure. Uh, we had what the shit? Okay, you have the... to go back. You have to go back a show. Okay, ba 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 ba. Yeah. Let me say this. Yeah. Uh, in the course of uh, this, uh, sorry, uh, us doing this today, yeah. uh, we went from one letter to uh, four uh, for, <laughs> for last one. So okay, so where, am, how far am I going back? What uh, what episode? Let me just let me look here. Six oh six. Am I reading a six oh six from Louise? Six oh six. Yeah, I think so. Is it just Louise who wrote it? Yeah. Then I think you might have to go back more. Oh my gosh! So that'd be six oh five. All right, six oh five. I believe Marcus Marcus wrote in. Okay. Is that is there a letter from Marcus for six oh five? Yeah, there's a letter from uh, Jane. Oh yeah, and that was uh, t- her talking about wanting to figure out what she wanted for lunch. Mm. Okay, and uh, I'll read that again. What the hell? Uh, so um, uh, Jane writes, uh, "I was listening to the podcast while trying to figure out what I want for lunch." As soon as Ian started talking about uh, his uh, cream cheese filled omelet, which I actually just made one before. Nice. For, yeah. I sat up straighter after he described it. It was off to the kitchen to make one. Thanks for <laughs> helping me power through a long, boring policy uh, creation, Ian, with the power of a delicious uh, lunch. That's nice. Okay. And then uh, Marcus uh, writes uh, saying, because uh, we were talking about time travel. Yes, we did get into a discussion. Okay. The time travel thing is tricky. Uh, okay, yeah, this was about the free will and element of Indiana Jones. Yeah. So there's slight spoilers to this. So if you don't want to hear this, uh, go forward uh, three minutes. Uh, are you ready? Go through. Go forward three minutes. There we go. You just time traveled. The the time travel thing is tricky. I agree with Dave that it doesn't preclude free will to have a present that is already determined by one's traveling to the past. It doesn't require a force that uh, adjudicates time. The paradox is more of a semantic one because we're looking at the situation from outside. From the time traveler's POV, the future they were in became the way because of the free choice they made in the past. From the perspective of our present, we're thinking of it as inevitable, but that's backwards. It's not the future that sets the predetermination of the past. Everyone asleep now? Everyone good? Okay, well, here we go. It's the choice uh, made in the... I'm not slamming you, Marcus. It's just time travel. It's the choice they made in the past that determines the future path. The only way uh, the choice is predetermined is if the traveler has full knowledge of the choice they made. 
This isn't possible because they can only know their existential present, which travels with them. At least that's the argument made with this particular story's rules. Time traveler travel is confusing by nature. Others have managed the inevitability paradox by branching timelines or splitting universes. Further, though, just as narrators can be unreliable, why believe the person uh, claiming that things would have happened the same way regardless? Maybe they're wrong, eh? Maybe we're all wrong. I'm not out of order. You're out of order. This whole space-time thing is out of order. That's a fair point. Who the hell knows? Time travel. When you start writing a time travel story, you regret writing a time travel story. Anyway, enjoy the third book of Sparks. Jeez Louise, it's hard. Speaking of Louise, episode 606. Okay. Uh, Louise writes... Advice for Dave in the UK. When you're walking across a two-way street, remember the vehicles in the left lane will hit you first. <laughs> Make sure to look to your right just before you step out into the road. And uh, here's a question for her to you. How do the Brits feel about Brexit three years in? Dave? Well, uh, we did get a bit of a cross-section on that because I would say m- most of the people I talk to, like most of the most of the people I talk to like who are Lisa's cousins are weren't in favor of Brexit. Okay. Like in many cases, they felt like it actually made it more difficult in terms of like the workforce in England because so many people had to leave when, when Brexit, Brexit happened okay. because they were no longer there as just on their own passport, you know? And so and England was a very popular place for Eastern Europeans to go to, to work. And like the, uh, Lisa's cut one cousin is a teacher. She was a head teacher at her school and, and, a, and was saying that, that um like the Roman like Romanian people came and she said they're really helpful like in getting kids ready for school and stuff like that and and just like oops really great with the with the care and stuff like that oh, cool. like so good at it and then you know like Brexit happened and they all had to go you know and it just felt like um they lost a lot of like you know they lost a lot of their workforce with with Brexit because the the, the unfortunate thing is like you can get rid of people. But that doesn't mean that there's people in England who want to do those same oh, kind of sure, jobs. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, that's just, always you know, the case. And that's, that's a problem. But also, just in terms of, like, skilled labor, like, a lot of people who are coming to England were coming there, you know, the reason they could come to England is because they were, they had good jobs and stuff like that and yep. from the country they were in, and they were bringing that, those skills with them. And not just skills, but intelligence. You know, that's an also important factor, you know, like, when people are coming from other places, you know, if people who are coming who've had good jobs or are coming out of a as a professional career not only are they like skilled but they also have intelligence which is also something that you you know it's not something you scoff at you know makes things better but i would say in talking to people in orkney they were a little less uh supportive of the idea of the european union they preferred brexit seemed to be what they wanted and cruise ships were definitely what they didn't want so Mm -hmm. you know there's a little bit of that there too but um I, i just think for them you know, they're feeling like what we're feeling, which is the more people that move there, the harder it is to live there for the people who have lived there their entire lives, you mm-hmm. know. And that's a hard thing to go through, you know. So, yeah, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, of course. All right. Uh, we're going to episode uh, 607. Question of the weeks were, uh, what's your favorite group of artists and what's a movie that you put up watching but was totally great when you finally saw it? We got a letter from Thomas saying... 
we need a Criterion Channel corner uh, in more episodes. <laughs> like Dave, I'm often drawn uh, to the Leaving Soon section and try to uh, catch interesting stuff before it's gone. And some help narrowing down what to focus on would be appreciated. Uh, it's funny, um, you know, when Dave uh, visited, it was Chris Roberts. Or yes, Chris, Chris Roberts. Yeah, um, yeah, when he was trying to get Dave to go, he kept mentioning, you know, my favorite section of uh, Criterion, the leaving soon section. <laughs> he and did then talk the locking about that a lot. Eye, And then locking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just sitting there talking incessantly about... Uh, some, about some song, song minutia. Yeah, I want to get your opinion on the color of the outside of the door. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> is it is it uh, too bright, too dark? You, you go outside and check. Click. <laughs> uh, Marcus writes because uh, we were talking about you know Ian. No, yeah, the truth hurts. Anyway, go on. Okay, uh, was that was that the truth you just said? Uh-huh. Oh, sounds like a lie. Mm. It didn't hurt. Uh, Marcus writes, because uh, we put up a clip of Shelley Duvall and, oh, uh, yes. and Popeye. That's right. The recording session with Shelley Duvall is forever fascinating. Maybe a bit frustrating yes. with so much edited out for I musicians know, know. who enjoy how the sausage is made. Mm-hmm. But fascinating. He Needs Me is not an easy song to sing either. Slower than you think with no drums or percussion to follow the tempo. And uh, Nielsen uh, determined to keep the vocals often dragging just behind the beat. Harry's a patient producer here, gently encouraging and nudging, just enough to get the performance he wants. Also, the notes of the melody are close, with a series of half-step runs and long-held notes at the end of the line, and Shelley has to sing it in character throughout. Beautiful, brilliant songwriting, masterfully directed. Yeah, and you feel like when you listen to the session that Shelley never really gets frustrated with with what's happening, that he always keeps her, uh, you know, engaged in what they're doing, and but not... Not feeling like she's failing at it. You know right. what I mean? Like, it is hard to sing. Mar- Marcus is totally right. And, you know, but you never feel like he's haranguing her or whatever. Just just gently guiding yeah. her to what he wants. That is good. Just... Like, if it's like a super hard song to sing, you know, mm. doing that would not be helpful. <laughs> yeah, no. Edward uh, Dragansky writes, You know those uh, issues I ate of Jack Kirby's Forever People gave me a terrible case of heartburn. <laughs> a nice case of Silver Age... Kirby Marvel goes down much easier. <laughs> all right. Favorite artists, a group. Hum, hum, hum. I think with all possible respect to the visionaries who created the Silver Age of the Marvel Universe, like uh, Kirby, Ditko, Steranko, uh, Romita, Barry Windsor-Smith, and Buscema, uh, I really uh, took to, to the artists those guys inspired. So speaking of Dave Stevens, who we were, mm. uh, his era... And uh, those who uh, were at their zenith around that time were the most powerful to me. I lived through those times and saw it happen while I was at Lone Star. He mentioned Lone Star. Take a drink. It was. I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. It was uh, the greatest time in comics. So much talent uh, back then that mattered. John Byrne, Steve Rude, Frank Miller, Adam Hughes, Michael Golden, Bill Sienkiewicz, Walt Simonson, Art Adams, Brian Beland, Alan Davis, Dave Gibbons, Dave Sim. Gerhard, and of course our dearly departed uh, George Perez. How great he was, mm-hmm. indeed. I met all these guys, and they were my heroes, still are. I remember meeting Dave Stevens one time. He was so fantastic. I brought my Rocketeer books and graphic novel to be signed. What a talented individual. Thanks for posting the trailer for his documentary, Drawn to Perfection. I must check that out. Um, and it's not a movie, 
but I've still never watched the series Firefly. I heard great things about it and how short-lived it was, but for some reason, I've never taken the time to watch it. I have friends who are actively angry at me about it, too. (laughs) They also think that if I wait too long, the show will seem dated and I'll have missed out on its impact. In fact, if it still has any, yeah, it's possible. I might watch it and think it's the greatest show of all time. Who knows? After years of badgering my wife, she finally watched The Matrix for the first time. I blame a bit of fallout from taking in all the John Wick films one weekend. So whatever streaming service she was on probably pushed her into The Matrix as a continuation. Now if we could just get Ian in front of The Godfather. I I did just start watching Ms. Marvel on Disney+. Plus in preparation for the Marvels coming up soon. Outside of thinking it was a show for teens, I had no preconceived notions about it. However, let me say, Iman Villani is adorable. That kiddo is full of talent. I really like her. She's a huge comic book fan, and she will be writing some issues of Ms. Marvel uh, very soon. Okay, welcome home, Dave. Looking forward to your tales of the UK. He just told them. Cheerio (laughs) to all my sneakers. Hope you enjoyed them. Now, back to Louise. Louise. I enjoyed the work of a group of artists who made uh, the work of uh, the group of artists who made Freaks and Geeks. Some of the cast members have gone on to work on award-nominated and winning films and TV series, especially the Freaks, Linda Cardinelli, James Franco, Jason Segel, and Seth Rogen. Collectively, Paul Feig and Judd Apatow have written, directed, or produced some of the most successful uh, comedy movies of the 2000s. Not always to my taste, but they've taken some big swings and usually have some good roles for female actors I've met as well along the way. I've liked Forgetting Sarah Marshall, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Knocked Up, Bridesmaids, and the Lee and Dunham series Girls, which was my first exposure to Adam Driver. Mm. Wink. Indeed, indeed. (laughs) Yep. He's a good actor. Yep. Uh, Judd Apatow has done has done a lot, and I'm sure, like you know, over time we'll find out how many more people he's influenced and how many things he's done. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the uh, just shouting lines at people uh, type of comedy that seems to have gained a little bit of popularity. I don't know if they still do it. I uh, I think it may that that ship uh, may have sailed like a, like like a cruise ship full of tourists after you know uh, the Orkneys get rid of them. <laughs> I th- I think. Yeah, I kind of feel like that that style has yeah yeah I just it's, yeah obviously they're not as popular as they were so I guess it has failed yeah I think there's a tighter form of comedy a denser form of comedy that's now kind of uh, take taking over uh, I think people are still recovering uh, from uh, COVID ish uh, type stuff so there was a lot of like comedy uh, for a while there there was like two people in a room that you did not see talking to each other and it was like. You know, a shot of one person, shot of other person, shot of one person, shot of other person. Uh, and I think that's now uh, going away a little bit more now that people can actually jam with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I do think that um, that Judd Apatow style, which maybe it worked with the right actors, it worked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you bring in like a Paul Rudd, if you have a Steve Carell, you know, those people who can Melissa kind of... McCarthy, imp- yeah. Melissa McCarthy, I don't think is is in that way at all. I don't think she's a good improviser. Oh, I think okay. she's a good comedian. Mm-hmm. I think she's a really good comedian, but I don't think she's a good improviser. Like things I've seen where she's been just kind of given like a like a, a rant to say or something like that. I just feel okay. like it doesn't really work for me. Like like, and I don't think it works for her either. I don't think she enjoys that. I think she enjoys having like a a, mm. a script that she's doing and you know and, and something to say and not like a bunch of just saying a bunch of random stuff and then that's gonna you know. And people were laughing behind the camera. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that really works for her. 
I think I do think that there are people who are good at improvising, and I think some actors that don't really thrive there. You know, they need to have like a, a you know like a set thing to say, and they can really deliver it, but they need that script there. Because I don't think she came out of improv, did she? These are good. These are good questions. Okay. It feels like she did. It feels like where she I saw her first like was that. Gilmore Girls, and she's just like a character on that, like just a character actor. On she's that just show. one of these people that I remember the first time she did Saturday Night Live, and just went, "Oh yeah, she's fits in here completely, one hundred percent." And she was giving like a lot of uh, physical yeah. uh, performance to to the things yeah, she was yeah, doing, yeah. which not a lot of people do, especially when they're nervous. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It was like, okay, there's something behind this. Yeah, like yeah. She's, no, I think she's. I think yeah. she's really funny, but I, I just I don't think she's. I like a like I remember her in um, this is forty, and I just felt like she was just being thrown to the lions yeah. because she was yeah, with the any... bridesmaid she was like the breakout character oh she's that. great in that but i think that movie is very scripted mm-hmm. personally i think that movie was really written and care- carefully drawn out what they wanted to do but she's really good in that film for sure you know but she has a really good role in it and yeah she's really has a meaty role she can she can bite she's good in spy you know mm-hmm. but i just i just don't like movies where it feels like oh this scene's really flabby and it's <laughs> you know and there's nothing happening you know like it's just, it just flattens yeah me. again again the scenes you can tell that the director was just yelling shit off of the side <laughs> or just like... yeah or just me yeah or just or just doing all like collecting all the takes and and throwing them together yeah, into one and we'll set we'll fix it in editing later it's like oh and they don't no, oh, and dear. they don't they don't fix oh, it dear yeah that's never that's it's never hard to fix great. stuff in editing yeah. yeah it does make for a good director's cuts later where you can go like hey it's a totally different version of the show yeah well uh, you can watch like a, a whole other anchorman movie over here if you want <laughs> yeah do i want to i liked anchorman fine but uh yeah. i didn't really like it very much i did like the first the, one yeah, I didn't like it that much. I love this sequence where the where they all fight. Yeah, but the rest of the film, I didn't really do it for me. Because once again, I just feel like it's not scripted, so it's just people just kind of telling jokes, and then there's not really much of a through line to it that's very effective. I can't and... uh, build up a good argument for that. <laughs> well, you probably can't remember the film because it's been a while since you watched it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you saw it later on. And you're like, Dave's totally wrong. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I remember Paul Rudd was very good in it. Every, you know, all the actors were good in it. Mm-hmm. Like all, I like all them. Yeah. yeah, it's all, uh, you know, things, movies. Anyway. Uh, what I thought was interesting about... Uh, I know you want to do a question, but well, I was just going to no, say... No, I was going to ask if there's any, like, uh, emails uh, during this... Uh, oh, there are no emails. No oh, emails. very good. But I was just going to say, one thing that interests me with Mission Impossible, I was I was reading somewhere that they when they do the script, they actually think of the set pieces first and then work the movie around those, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because I think the script really works well on those films. So it's surprising to know that they're not like organically going and then just like sort of like, well, then this part of the film, we would have this happen. You know, they're like, okay, we're going to have like a car chase here and this is a car chase we're going to have. We're going to have like a scene where Tom Cruise does this and this is going to go like that and we're going to have this scene. In... But what I liked about that film, after, especially after having seen... Uh, in the Indiana Jones film, where I felt like the speaking of flabby, I felt like all the action scenes in that film were super flabby because they were too long, and also they had no, they are often had no objective to this to the chase sequence. Like you know, they're like trying to get away, but that's not enough to hang a fifteen minute long chase scene on. You know, so it just felt like uh, with Mission Impossible, like every action sequence had like had like a clear purpose to it. It was and it introduced the characters while you were watching it. Like you, you understood like in during that sequence, like what um, Haley Atwell's character was, 
like you realize right away, oh, she's not this person. She's scared in this sequence. You know, this is like I know you didn't watch it, but mm-hmm. during the chase sequence, she's scared. Like yeah. you can see it in her eyes. Like she's like, oh my god, this is scary. And uh, you know, that's like that's a really good way to do introduce your characters. You know, not have someone say, well, she's not entirely comfortable with what's happened. Blah blah blah. No, show it. Show it in a sequence. Yeah. It makes it's interesting, and you know, and and so yeah, it's really fascinating to me, like how. How, how they make those films. I would really like to um, have someone discuss at some point the uh, the stunts they went, no, that's too much. And they, they decided against because mm-hmm. I'm sure things have been suggested. Yeah, it was yeah. like, what if we run you through a forest fire? Mm. It's like, no. No, we can't do that because of this. And it's like, okay. So because, you know, they really do push yeah. the envelope on, on some of these. Like, so what was the no? What yeah. was the hard no from the insurance company? <laughs> what was the hard no? You know, it was like, Tom, we're not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you the this. You can hang off a plane, but you can't <laughs> fall through the helicopter blades. <laughs> yeah. I'll wear a suit of armor. No, no, you won't, Tom. Yeah. It's not what we're going to do. But one thing the the series definitely has going for it that is, was the opposite of the problem with like the James Bond series yeah. is... Uh, you know, as Tom gets older, it gets more interesting because he's more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, one, he cares more about people. You yeah. can tell, like, things are weighing on him more. Yeah. But also, he's just getting older, and so it looks like it's harder for him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's that ups the stakes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like time. Time is upping the stakes. Yeah. You know, like, you don't think, like, well, what if you dropped him from a ceiling now? Could he do the planking uh, situation? I don't know. But the, 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 it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Good on him. Apparently, I didn't know this, but I heard uh, from somewhere that Christopher McQuarrie does really detailed breakdowns of the films after they come out with for um, Empire Magazine podcast. Okay. So I'm gonna—I haven't found it, but I'm gonna go back and and see if I can find these. Yeah, I saw how they did the uh, motorcycle off the cliff, and it was really interesting how it oh, okay. was laid out. I've yeah. not seen that. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I'm sure it's one of those Vanity Fair ones where they draw with the. Uh, no, no, it's uh, no, it's not that. But oh, it's, it's behind the scenes. You can scenes? see how it's done. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. And it's it's it. still like woof. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, they're not exactly where it looks like, but it's definitely holy shit. Yeah. I like doing podcasts. I like sitting in a basement, and uh, that's fine. You know, we can if we want. Maybe yeah, we yeah. can describe a drama thing or something yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. You know, the exciting thing of like Dave got his feet a little wet, and uh, you know his wife was scared. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> um, she was frightened. Here's a, a couple of plug plug skis as we uh, uh, before we get our questions. This okay. Week. Okay. Uh, you, of course, and your wife uh, do a podcast called Horse Mysteries. We do. Uh, that's on the Sneaky Dragon uh, Network. It is. Um, we've got a podcast coming up called Refresh My Memory that I'm um, doing with uh, uh, Jason Dedrick. Oh, uh, I know him. guest of the show. Uh, yeah. Former friend He's of the someone show. someone who might be able to give you a kidney one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not with the drinking that we do on this show. Oh, dear. I'll tell you about that in a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. So Jason Dedrick, uh, Eric Fell, who's a... Most recently went uh, back to our old uh, junior high school with us. Okay. And uh, a chum of mine who we do um, a monthly show called The Critical Hit Show. Yep. And my sister-in-law, who's been mentioned now twice on this show, uh, Vicky Van. What we do is we take a movie uh, and we uh, talk about uh, our memories of it from when we first saw it. Yep. So that's part of the refresh my memory. But then yeah. there's a refreshment part as well, okay. where we look at a drink from the movie and a snack from the movie and talk about that a little bit, and then try to design a better, uh, not better, but like a, a, a drink or snack 
that would uh, accompany the movie well. Okay. You know, maybe symbolize what the movie's about. Mm. So we do that. And I shut my yapper through the whole thing. Okay. I'm just... The, so your we is, is a royal we in that... My royal we is that I'm in the room. Yeah. <laughs> the things that I say, I cut out. Yeah. As in, you know, uh, setting them up for uh, what they're talking about. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, we've done a couple of movies. We're going to do a couple more. And that'll be coming to the Sneaky Dragon Network. Uh, shortly, once I figure out how to add music, uh, <laughs> copyright-free music, uh, oh, to the to the show. It's different than my technique, which is to add copyright-full oh, music dude. to the show. The times that I've been asking people about like how to do this, yeah, and just like, and they're like, okay, we'll just make sure that it is copyright-free music, and then I like tell some stories from Arnhem, <laughs> and uh, then they their their faces go pale. <laughs> <laughs> Their eyes sink in. And they go, what? And I go, I don't know. You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> I'm saying we did a Beatles podcast. And there was a discussion about putting Beatles music in that podcast. And then they, they just turned to ashes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Well, we didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't do that. No, but that's called Completely Beatles. And that is available <laughs> also on the Sneaky Dragon Network. So um, one of the questions for, for next week is, what is the odor of Canada? What do you see as the <laughs> smell of Canada, yes. Uh, Food-wise, probably, but it could be pine trees, like you said. It could be, you know, sweaty lumberjacks. Mm. Uh, you know, but it could be, uh, uh, you know, other things. A moose, smell of a moose. Yeah. Uh, smell of the Air Force comedy troupe. Mm. I know what that smells like. I've hung out with them. Okay. Um, I, you know, what? I know what the smell of the Dr. Mandola pun- uh, troupe. You know what? I know the smell okay. of at least three of the kids in the hall as well. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. All right, but uh, what would be a good question besides that? Uh, my question is, what is the most action-packed thing you've ever done in your life? Oh, and that, and it's just for you. So it might not even. I don't. We're not asking for Tom Cruise level action-packed, mm-hmm. but just the most action-packed thing that you have ever done in your life. Okay, there you go. You heard him. You heard me. You can't unhear him. <laughs> hey, Futurama's back on the air, and I just ripped off a joke from them. Oh, uh, the first one's pretty good. Okay. Good for, it's on uh, What's Disney it on? Plus. Disney, oh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Makes sense. Only on the French version. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Uh, but if you want to contact us, here's how you do it. SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. That is SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. Or go to the SneakyDragon.com website. Every one of our episodes has a little message area underneath. We like uh, hearing from you there. If you're on Facebook, sure, hell, why not? Uh, go there and, uh, you know, uh, go to Sneaky Dragon and, and post something. Uh, Tumblr, uh, sneakydragon.tumblr.com has spaces for you to uh, write things. And also, I don't know what's going on with Twitter, guys. It wasn't now. X? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not X on your phone, but it's X on your computer. Uh, you're making X not cool, is what you're doing, Mr. Musk. Stop it. Stop coming to our party. Is he really changing Twitter a, to X? That's the symbol now. The bird's gone. Uh, stop coming to Twitter, shit in the bed, and then leaving. We're trying to have a little party here. And it's so uh, sad because the bird is like a great image. Yeah, yeah. It's like the whole point of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah, sad. it's his first bad idea. <laughs> well, I wouldn't Jesus say that. Christ! You remember like ten years ago when that guy? You know, you really had to kind of hunt for like a problem. You went like, hey, you know the guy? You no, know, it was like this. It was like, hey, Elon Musk, he's doing some this and that. Oh, that's interesting. You know, though, the guy is, and then you would list his background and go like, yeah, that's a fair point. You were like one level away from having. You had to like go yeah, a yeah. little deep and like, yeah, but you know. Hey, I really like Joss Whedon uh, 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 on uh, his uh, Firefly thing. Yeah, but you know, Joss Whedon. <laughs> and now, nowadays, with uh, with Elon Musk, it's like, you know, Elon Musk, ugh, 
like right off the top. Like if he did something good, yeah. Like if he came out and just went like, "Hey, I'm making all vaccines free," uh, he'd be like, "Yeah, what are you calling them? What are you calling insulin now? Yeah, excellent. Like what are you doing? <laughs> like it's something dumb. Like once upon a time, he he started a company that was called Xers. I think it was like in 1999, and it didn't fly. And now he's kind of bringing X back, and it's just oh, just stop. He's bringing X back? Yeah. X never went away. Yeah. It's X? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's just like... He also, sometime in the past, sold flamethrowers to people. I know. That was the moment I was like, are we really behind this person? And you've forgotten that. That's the thing. Generally, you've forgotten that, right? (laughs) No, I didn't like not. That's like nothing. Then he took a flamethrower to the internet. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the worst part part about Elon Musk to me. Mm. Here's the worst part. Yeah. Uh, is uh, he's made ba- being a billionaire look like a drag. Mm. And it's like, listen, I need that hope. I need that hope that when I'm rich, things are going to get better. Yeah, yeah. But this is a guy who, like, you know, looks miserable about being a billionaire. And I'm like, I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need to see that shit. Yeah. Like, enjoy it, you jag off. Yeah. Like, stop it. Like, at least, like, if you're going to be Bill, uh, Bill Gates, I know there's huge flaws because every billionaire is flawed, mm. hugely flawed. Incredibly flawed. But, like, you know, <laughs> at least it looks like he's got, like, some passion for, like, helping people. Even yeah. if it's just a fucking illusion. Yeah. But this... Oh, boy. It's just it's just making it look like that sucks to be a billionaire. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I didn't realize the bird was going away. I'm really yeah, sad. Yeah, the bird's uh, no longer the word. Except on the phone, it's that's still the symbol. One day it'll change. Mm, mm. And just turn to X. <laughs> That's what I say. Anyway, uh, we would like to hear uh, from you, as we say. So please contact us. Dave is back. I didn't know we were doing this today, but it was a pleasant surprise. After maybe being I should a- have written out a schedule. I feel bad. You oh, were very, okay. you were very confused early on. I like, was very excited. Like I woke up and you and... were saying, "Hey, looking forward to the show today," and I was like, uh, "I don't know if this is a joke." <laughs> Is it a joke? Is this the kind of joke Dave would do? Dave yeah. wouldn't do this kind of joke. Maybe he would. Maybe his sense of humor has changed since like going to Scotland. That's right. Maybe this is a Scottish type joke. Met some Italian people. Maybe this is called... <laughs> Gross. Bye. <laughs>